0: citations guys, welcome to the Illuminati, two Yorkshiremen getting pissed discussing conspiracy theories. Uh, now this is our first episode on our brand new channel, um, so we're starting with some a little fun, so let's just go through what we are. Um, first up, I'm Badger, this is my good friend Craig, Hello. Um, and each week we're going to sit down with a different conspiracy theory, um, discuss it, debate it, sometimes extremely heatedly, uh, there's going to be foul language, going to be swearing, lots of booze, lots of cigarettes, and um, not for I, me, I'm, I'm yeah. very polite. Yeah. But uh, we're gonna sit here and just discuss, argue, debate, um, a conspiracy theory of the week, and then at the end of it, we'll, do, we'll have a little closing statement each, and say whether,
1: answer the question of, does I believe? Yeah. Um, I, I think it's important to note that every single week, when we, we do choose a topic and we go away, and we research individually, we do not know what each other's thinking about or talking about, We've got absolutely no idea what line of research each of us have gone down, um, we will bring it to the table and talk about it for the first time, so what you'll be seeing today is me and Badger talking about this for the first time, um, trying to get to the bottom of where yeah, we have got. Yeah, I mean, go.
0: all our videos are, com- are going to be completely unscripted, um, and they have to be, because I've got a, I've got a set in my head of oh, I want this to play and I'm going to play a serial, but then you've got your research as well there, and all we do is basically we pick the topic, and it's generally just a three word question, So we're like, does Bigfoot exist, did Roswell happen? And that's what we go away when we don't speak about it at all and so i have no idea what line of research you've gone down What line of re- you don't know mine and we sit and
1: have a, a a nice challenging debate yeah and, um, uh, and <coughs> we just need to make need to make people aware as well is we, we're going to find our own information we've gone down whatever route we've taken but this is um, just an opinion piece between ourselves we're not bringing yeah. up any brand new we're not finding new uh, data on new uh, Everything
0: we bring up is something we've found online. We, Absolutely. We, we film this episode, after this episode we'll decide, one of us will decide next week's topic, we'll go away, we'll spend a week searching and researching online, um, so everything we discuss is easily found online. Um, we do, however, love to hear more information. Um, the opinions we have and the opinions we hold in our videos are purely based on the knowledge we have at hand. Give me new knowledge, give me something I didn't know that changed my mind. I will change my mind like that if you can prove with evidence that I, I was wrong. So please feel free to stop. If we miss anything out on a, on a conspiracy theory, whack it in the comments below. Whack it because we're going to read all of them and you know, hopefully we get enough of them, we'll start doing a, a comments response video. Or maybe we'll come back and revisit a conspiracy theory thanks to um, feedback and stuff. Uh, but yeah. Should we start with tonight? Because uh, when I give you this conspiracy theory,
1: <laughs> your face dropped. <laughs> oh, my immediate response was, um, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you on about, Badger? Um So, again, simple 32nd three three-word
0: question mark kind of thing is, this week, is Paul McCartney dead? That's could, all we, I have to say to get that reaction you.
1: We could make this video 15 seconds long with me just giving a single word response. Um, no. <laughs> let's. Well, you don't know that's my response. I'm pretty sure from
0: your reaction when I gave you this topic last week is your response. Or
1: has your research changed what? Wa- that was my response last week. Yeah. Is my response this week anything other than no? Or have I got splinters up my arse and I'm very much like, <laughs> um, <laughs> So, we'll stop. So anyone that doesn't know is not
0: watching, uh, Paul McCartney there's a, a bass player from the Beatles and a global superstar, um, an artist extraordinaire, I think. Oh, he could play any instrument. He's just unbelievable. He's, 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 he's just. I don't know if it's a savant, but I don't know if he can pick up an instrument and just play it naturally, or it just kind of goes. I don't know how to play that, and in like three weeks he knows how to play
1: it. I mean, Dave Grohl said, you know, he, he brought him on for a, um, a single, just to play the drums, and Dave Grohl came in and just said he was f- unbelievable. It's like. Who is what's going on and You know, he plays Lead plays piano. He could basically play, play anything. Like he's it. a master of his craft, isn't he? That's Singer, songwriter, playing an instrument, going.
0: Um. The only instrument I could play better than him is probably the triangle. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. Probably the triangle is some new wigs. Some cute. of his stuff as well, especially the later Beagle stuff, was quite experimental. That wasn't a collective though.
1: But yeah, he but was he's, he's got that
0: driving force behind it. Um, but <laughs> let's get to the crux of the theory, right? So Paul is dead. Is an urban legend that conspiracy theory alleging that English musician Paul McCartney of the Beatles died on 9th November 1966 Yes. and was secretly replaced by a lookalike. The rumour began circulating in 1967 but grew in popularity after being reported on American college campuses in the late 1969. Proponents based the theory on perceived clues found in Beatles songs and album covers. Clue hunting proved infectious and within a few weeks becoming a national pho- phenomenon. According to the theory, McCartney died in a car crash, and to spare the public from grief, the surviving Beatles replaced him with a winner of the McCartney Lookalike Contest, sometimes identified as William Campbell or Billy Shears. He um, has two different names, because it was William Campbell at first, then it was William Shears Campbell, which was later to Billy Shears. Um, so it's not two people, it's one person is this theory. Um, afterwards, the band left messages in their music and album artwork to com- communicate the truth to their fans. But of the theater maintained that on 9th November 1966, McCartney had an argument with his bandmates during a Beatles recording session and drove angry in his car, crashed and was decapitated. To spare the public from grief, or simply as a joke, the surviving Beatles replaced him with a winner of a McCartney look Like contest. This scenario was facilitated by the Beatles' recent retirement from live performance by their choosing to present themselves with a new image for their next album, Sgt Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Um, it's...
1: Can we stop there? Yeah. There's, go on. There, there's a lot there, isn't
0: there? There's a lot in
1: that statement, so um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. So, okay, let's go down to some general shit, right? So <laughs> let's take it right down to the base. Okay. So the, reportedly, he left at five a.m. in the morning right. after having a fight.
0: Yeah, they had a fight. I think was the was it the Abbey Road Studios mm. or Ealing Ealing he, Studios? I think it was. He took his car. He crashed, he was decapitated. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was icy conditions on the road that night as well. Because it was on the M1 coming out of London, I think it was. It was like ice conditions on the road. Um, not not stormy as such, but just... If he's driving angry and not paying attention to the road, then it's quite icy, could so careen off.
1: before we even get into any of the conspiracy stuff, I just want to talk some general logic, if we possibly can. You know how I like to start yeah, with yeah. logic. Yeah, yeah. So, um, if Paul McCartney's been decapitated in a car, um firstly, um there'd need to be a body. Now, where's that body? Secondly there'd have to be a proper report, an ambulance, a police report, there'd be witness reports, there'd be a wreckage, there'd be um all sorts of certificates, death certificates and stuff that are around there. Um that's just from the first report.
0: I, I can answer all that.
1: Okay, M I five covered it up. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought... I've got it here.
0: The replacement was instigated by Britain's MI5 out of concern for the severe distress McCartney's death would cause the Beatles' audience. In this latter time, the survivor Beatles were said to be wrecked by guilt at their duplicity and therefore left messaging their music and album artwork to communicate the truth to their fans. So this was... There's no body, there's no death certificate, there's no burial, because the MI5 went, you know the, the, this is gonna cause mayhem. We'll, we'll cover it up, we've got the tools and resources to cover this up, so you just have to go along with it. And the Beatles went along with it, but kind of felt guilty, so put messages and clues in, in their artwork and the music. Oh, very convenient. It's really, there's a nice little bow on top of that, isn't there, like, you can't explain this, where the body is, or where the death certificate, or what the autopsy, who, the, who, the, who found the body. Um, why why does no one come forward as like at least back then as well. You found Paul McCartney's body side You've got go speak to the Sun on News of world, you get paid thousands. I mean I don't know
1: the, I, I don't know whether that the, the rag that is the Sun but um, was around back then. But, but some some red top.
0: Yeah, some red be. top and it but MI five did it. Just kind of ties any any complaint or any argument of logic you have got in a nice little box of a bow on top, MI five did it. Well yeah,
1: that's that's a that's a wonderful thing to finish. Um <laughs> the the other thing though is okay let's just let's just say let's say I buy it let's just say for one second I can buy Paul McCartney has um, been taken away by the MI5 disposed of in some British establishment cover-up yeah this this orf, orphan William Sheep Campbell uh, this lookalike is now going to be picked as the new people so the, the other thing that would happen is um, if my brother was Paul McCartney and he just suddenly vanished, and then a the lookalike turned up. I understand brother's mannerisms, the way he talks, the way he walks, the way he acts, the way we communicate. There's no way I could be hidden. There's no way that somebody could go, here's someone who looks very, very like your brother, because my brother got a specific tone of how he speaks, mm-hmm. a very different way of working. So what we're saying is, it's not just a case of let's hide this from the public. We'd have to hide it from his family unless they're complicit, which I've never seen. Any yeah, it's, of. It's, it's
0: like. It's like when I when I get passionate and talk about things, I sometimes So the thing it, it annoys me. No one's ever mentioned this to me, so it's the first time I've actually mentioned it. But it annoys me. Is that I know when I'm talking about things passionately, I can sometimes pronounce words that begin with O as if they begin with an H. Okay. So instead of saying out, I'll say how. And and I don't know why I do that, I've no idea why. But that's a mannerism that only people close to me would, would really know about agreed. So You've you probably noticed it without even noticing it. Or, or It's not every O word, it's it's occasionally unpeppered, I don't know why it happens. But if I suddenly, if, if you were aware of that, and then I suddenly, even as a friend, turned up and that just stopped, and had no explanation for
1: it or reason for it, you'd, you'd be, fuck, what? Well. So, yeah, I mean, and, and the issue is as well is, you can uh, well, probably you'll, you'll have brought the you will talk about the whole okay. idea of how his face was transformed, this, that, and the other. Um, it's, it's not just that, it's the. There's things that you can't teach, like. Um, I'm quite tactile, and I gesticulate constantly. I, yeah. I throw my hands around all the time, and I can't help my facial expressions. When you were bringing this, uh, people will probably see him when you see it back. You were talking, I was like, going, I got. Yeah, just. I I I, hand, we're both quite expressive in how we talk. So, um, you know, and it's, it's okay because we're gonna get to the point of where we're saying, you know, how we pulled it off was, like you said there, the Beatles taught him how to play. They taught him how to be Paul McCartney, effectively. Yeah, but don't this also just
0: kind of say, that's just... It doesn't matter how Paul, McCart- Paul McCartney was not talented, because we can just teach anyone to do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. all I know for a fact is, if the Beatles had their hands on me for 10 years, I wouldn't be a quarter of as talented as Paul McCartney. Um, so the, I guess we'll get down to those points. I just want to make. I just want to immediately say, before we even start looking at all these supposed conspiracies and and evidences. That death clues, down, as they're called. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, okay. Even if we take, even if a by the MI5 has taken his body and stashed it, and and, and covered everything up, and we brought this this orphan. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, an orphan yeah. as well that's got no history um, who's been brought forward um, to replace him and become his multi-talented person you can't hide it from the people closest to him the, the family, the band may be able to have said well it's making us millions let's put up yeah, the yeah. But you can't hide it from his family so you'd have to say his entire family his entire social unit have to be absolutely complicit as well and I have not heard of one single person not one person come forward out of all of them, who could have made absolutely millions... MI5, mummy. <coughs> or MI5, threats?
0: You come forward, we're going to kill your kids. Or, here's a million quid, shut the fuck up. Right, just think about what you're saying. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. You're a logical man, like, normally. No, no, I'm not. you still I don't believe that. you see, I'm just throwing... I'm trying to anticipate what viewers would be saying. Right, if okay. MI5 covered it up, then if, they could... Can... If,
1: if you think they have done that anyway, then you're an idiot too. right? So <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Illuminati!
0: <laughs> we despise the people that watch us.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. If you think for one second that the mi 5 will come over this hidden the, hidden a body, threaten the entire social group for fifty years, pay them all off for fifty years, when and, and not one person yet has come far from all of that and gone. Do you know that thing about Paul? Well, yeah, it's true. I mean, um, in, in, in and if they have, please put me in the comments. It, I'd, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, I'd love yeah. to. Even if you were paid off, say I were paid
0: off and, and spent my entire life keeping that secret. You better fuck fucking that. believe I'm getting a lawyer and a notariser around and putting that out on my deathbed. <laughs> you wouldn't have a collection. Yeah, you know, like I'm dying in the hospital, i fucking stage three lung cancer or something, and just go. I want a lawyer here, and I want a cameraman, and I want a rep- I want three reporters, uh, this is me, this is what I did, there's the evidence of who I am, you Now I'm Paul McCartney's brother, I'm about to die, by the way, died in 1966, and I've been paid by my five to come round for the last bit of a year, See so, you know, off a pop, so, <laughs> I'm like, my five come round and go, right, we're going to kill you now,
1: do it, <laughs> I've got three weeks to live, I do not give a fuck. Well, um, we also need to take, right in, when you go into the future, remember when the Beatles split up, and mm-hmm. Apple dissolved? Mhm. Um. So, th- at that point, Paul McCartney sued the rest of the Beatles. Did he? He did. Um. Regarding catalogue rights and naming rights and all this sort of thing, so he sued the rest it's of the. Exactly. Because
0: he needed them transferring from Paul McCartney to William Sheik Campbell. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. In order to gain his money, or what it? No no, no, no. Under William Campbell, he was like, no, that's my dead name. That's a hate crime. You need to call me Paul McCartney from now on. No, no, because.
1: Basically, when, when Apple dissolved, um, they they basically just like wrangling over, like, okay, they're dissolving, so who gets what money and what rights and all that sort of scenario. And, and, yeah, and, that's
0: why like a lot of the songs are put as Lennon-McCartney. Well, credits. Yoko Ono
1: has fought for, uh, was it is it Yoko or someone else? Because so, it, it was Lennon-McCartney for a long time, but it's meant to be McCartney-Lennon trans switch around. So that, that mm-hmm. fight they going on with, with the Lennon State for...
0: Decades. Didn't that just get settled by its alphabetical? Because it was like Lennon McCartney. It's like, well, I actually wrote more of that than he did. Such so a McCartney Lennon. And they'd like to know what's going to do an alphabetical plea. You get the same
1: share. Well, I, I can't remember which way around it was. But all I know for a fact is, if if I'd have been complicit in hiding um, this this going on for a while, and then we, we've I've trained this young young guy. Um, we've trained for a long time, we taught him everything that he knows, we've created this wonderful musician, brought him into the into this most successful band in the world, and then at the end of it, he goes, I'm going to fucking sue you all for that catalogue. When he had nothing to do with the first three albums. At that point, I'm sure someone. They didn't say anything. So yeah. when, not, when they didn't go, Actually. You're not even Paul. You, you, you didn't do anything <laughs> with the first three albums. You don't get a penny. That didn't I think, either. I think this. either, and it got st- really nasty. I think Sorry this not. day it starts grabbing
0: weight though, because of the timing of it. Um, so the Beatles had retired by choice from live performances, and were reimagining themselves in a different way with the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Alcover. Yep. So it was like, this was like a different band, a different art expression. A different, so, you could argue that you could put someone in there who wasn't Paul, and just go, it doesn't sound like Paul. Well, no, we, we're trying out this new stuff, we're trying out this new experimental music and we're going okay. down a different route. And, and it can't play live, because you can't teach him to sing like Paul, because he can't be as good as it. So we stopped doing live, it just seems, it it's convenient okay. for the theory to work. That you've got these True. first three albums and suddenly this fourth album takes a, a right turn, artistically, and they stop doing live performances. Well. Why is that? Is that because they've grown as a band and they've got ball and what they pumping out and want to go down that route? Or is it because they've got this imposter in to replace Paul and he can't sing live, so they retire retired from live performances and he can't play <laughs> as good as him, so we can do this. You know, Leonard, uh, John Lennon started um, experimenting with tape loops, and, and I think Revolution No. 9 has 10 different <laughs> tape loops going on. Is that just to mask how crap Paul is? You have a cacophony of noise, so you can't pick out how, how bad it is, or how different it sounds from what it used to.
1: Yeah, I know, but the thing is, though, you think you've It's convenient
0: to the theory, is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, but McCartney's also done some stunning work in The Beatles since that point, where his voice sounds amazing, he, he's- Oh, no, no, I'm not talking about after The Beatles, what I'm saying is- No, no, in The Beatles- No, no, what I'm
0: saying, this, this theory takes where, because they stopped performing live, and they had a completely artistic left turn. So it kind of, this is where it, I think this went. It goes. If it they kind of on the fourth album had have been the same as the three before it. I don't think this a gone in any way. I think mean, it's because yeah, the Beatles were so different on the fourth album that, you could, well, they couldn't put someone in, you,
1: you know? Well, you, you can put a pin in it and say, this is a really good place to start. Um, and that's, that's where the, the ironically, go back to where it's actually started from, the rumour actually started from no one had even heard the rumour before until the Beatles out in the Beatles monthly book oh we, we want to quell the rumour that Paul McCartney's dead, it's like I didn't even know if there was a rumour no, no, I've got that here, right <laughs> That's, um, why, that, why, why, where, so, that
0: sounds like a plant to me I, I, I've marked <laughs> this bit of my notes as the cultural phenomenon right, okay, <laughs> please, please go ahead no. Mm-hmm. I've got and this is a bit I love about this conspiracy. series. one of the reasons I chose it. Is because all the conspiracys we're gonna cover in, in in time are all sort of like you pick bits from here and there and information yeah, yeah. That you gather. This has an actual timeline. <coughs> this has an evidence timeline to how. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't say evidence. No, no. The, I I've got here in front of me a, a chronological timeline. Okay. Of how this went from being a, a rumour to an international thing. But that's not evidence. Right, I can evidence all the way along it.
1: No, no, you, you can tell me the timeline of when things happen, but it doesn't mean there's evidence that sits in between it. This is an evidence. Okay. Every bit I've
0: got is, this actually
1: happened. I this want, actually happened. I want my
0: mind to be blown, no, like, please go. It's quite long, so bear with me and feel free to jump in at any point. Oh, I will. Right, so. The earliest printed record of Paul is Dead story appears in the February 1967 issue of Beatles Book Monthly. Number 43. Right, yes. the magazine of the official Beatles fan club, which is what you said, right? Speculation that Paul had been killed circulated around London in 19- during much of 1967. So it was a very London-based thing. Like, if you were in that circle, the rumors were circling gossip. Only because of this magazine? Right, no, no, before the magazine. So, oh, right. okay. so the magazine, had, that's why the magazine addressed it, and everyone else around the world went, what, eh, yeah. right? Okay. Um a subsequent article in the New York Times recounts an incident at a London party in autumn of nineteen sixty seven at which the Paul is dead rumour was joked about in the presence of a reporter. Okay. This is believed to be the first time it, it went out and that's why the fanzine had to counter it. Okay. So it was like basically see a fucking party somewhere and something have oh yeah, you heard the fucking rumour that Paul's dead? Oh he's buzzing like, well oh yeah, apparently died in a car crash and some reporter just stood with his back to them and went like well, that's not my next fucking story. Oh, I'm going to fi- get fired next week. I'm going to make a scoop. Here we go. Hey, could it could have be been the same paper. Job. They're really good at making that ball Yeah, yeah. It, it, could it could have been could the same. could, some be some could have been some red top or something. I York, believe that then. The yeah. New York Times recounts this incident at a party. Okay. Right? Uh, at this point, the trail of documentation, documentation goes completely cold. Right? Yes. Until 1969, I would imagine. 1969. Um, two years later, rumour surfaced again, but this time in Des Moines, Iowa. So Some jump from London and Iowa. So to anyone from Iowa watching, but I've never heard Iowa classed as the cultural heartbeat of America, or you know, I mean, it's not like London, New York, Milan, Paris. It, I, d- I I don't know. We, we you know. Pet I think, them. Of, I <laughs> think of, yeah. I think of Iowa as, as cornfields and ethanol and you know, uh, rural belt kind of. I don't. I don't think of it as as. T- t- Center, but
1: I, I don't know what culture you've got so I uh, yeah yeah I, I, don't,
0: I don't I'm going to go from what we see in the UK but um, to, apologies for any offense calls but that's how, oh yeah
1: no, don't phone call right
0: um, <laughs> so on Wednesday September 17th 1969 the student newspaper at Drake University published an article by sophomore Tim Harper entitled Is Beatle Paul McCartney Dead? Less than a week later on the 23rd the student paper at the Northern Illinois University plagiarised Harper's article yes then the rumours spread to Ohio when, uh, Wesleyan University where it came to the attention of art student named John summer John became so intrigued John became so intrigued that he compiled a dossier of evidence substantiating Paul's death and offered it to United Press international nice right? so you see what I'm saying we've got an evidence yes. timeline here nice right? yes. they agreed to kind of the story but no one paid any attention so John Summers gone, this, this sounds quite interesting and, and picked everything you can together about it. Give it to United Press and they've gone, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll carry it, but no one's really listened to it. Um, two more weeks, the rumor gained momentum on the college campuses in middle America. Then on the afternoon of October the 12th, 1969, the theory attained critical mass. <laughs> That's with Russ Gibb. Uh, yes. Um, so, during the climax of the is dead media frenzy, RKO produced a one-hour television special called
1: "Paul McCartney: The Complete
0: Story Told for the First and Last Time." Well, the,
1: bef- just before that, though, remember the phone call came in to Detroit Radio WK and RFN, discharging Give. That was on the twelfth of yeah. October. I'm, yeah, I'm 12th up
0: October that happened, but then uh, I've skipped that bit because we're going to talk about that, The RKO, yeah. um, the RKO show, the special one-hour special called "Paul McCartney: The Complete Story Told for the First and Last Time." Um, covers all that in it, so, so that's why okay. I skipped that out, because it covers it in, so...
1: But that is that is a critical... about... The, yeah, he, yeah,
0: was, yeah, he, cool, he was the first radio DJ, he was the first person to put the
1: theory on air. Well, well, no, he, he was told to play, was it Revolution 9 backwards? Well, this is why I've gone on to... Okay. So I'm going with this timeline.
0: Right? I, I want to watch, to am sorry. Um, so the programme was videotaped on a set resembling a courtroom in which various I, witnesses... <laughs> Involved with the rumour were formally questioned by an attorney. Give, to give it a little bit of weight and brevity, the attorney was the celebrity lawyer F. Lee Bailey. Okay, I don't know who that is. Um, his most famous client was a Boston Strangler. Nice. Alright. And um, it uh, later gained more notoriety further down the line when he became OJ. OJ since OJ, OJ. Oh, o. O. Yeah. I remember his name. <laughs> he, he, he's got nice clientele,
1: huh? he's got nice friends. He, he moves in. Weird social circles,
0: shall we really? say, <laughs> or professional circles, I assume. but yeah. Um, so at the time when this show was made, he he was like <laughs> the so they made this one-hour special. It was like a courtroom, and they brought witnesses in, and he questioned them as if he was in a court of law. Um, at the time, he was famous for representing the Boston Strangler. A lot, you know, decades later, become famous for being part of Roger Simpson's team. Um, what a nice man! It was uh, the TV special was syndicated, which if i hadn't... My knowledge of American TV is right, that means it just went out across the whole of America as syndicated.
1: Surely, it that can't have gone out across the whole of America. Uh, Surely not. Paul is Dead TV special was syndicated
0: on Thanksgiving weekend of 1969. So syndicated in American means it goes across all networks.
1: Sorry, uh, this is rude. I'm gonna
0: have to un- i like Syndicate like syndicated means. means you're on all the different tracks. That's why you're residuals if you're if your show becomes syndicated, you you're on like loads of different networks in different states and stuff.
1: And uh, I honestly don't know. So. I'm have it's to like look. the
0: Fox syndicate of channels kind of thing, where they'll have channels in Calif- like in California and, and Vegas and shit. You see,
1: yeah, a syndicated show is programming produced and licensed for use by many radio and television stations throughout the U.S. Syndicated shows allow stations the opportunity to provide listeners shows but they could not create themselves or access to nationally recognized personalities. So yeah. yes. So it's, it's, it's like... Uh, I can't believe this is
0: syndicated. It's like the BBC making Doctor Who. Right. And then Doctor Who being shown in America. Or giving people the option, saying, you can buy yeah, options. We show it in America and Azerbaijan. And blah, that, that's kind of syndicated. So this was syndicated on Thanksgiving weekend. Busy, yeah. When everyone's at home and all the families sitting on the TV, I'm, I'm assuming. Listen to Revolution 9 backwards. Yeah. After the broadcast, all the videotapes of the programme appeared to vanish without a trace. Fortunately, the soundtrack was preserved for posterity by an, un- an anonymous Beatle fan who taped it off his television set. So, this is the only recording we have of it it's someone just put a 1969 tape recorder next to his TV set recording the audio. Is it-
1: can you listen to it? Is it
0: well, I can put links in afterwards. I don't even know about this. I've not got the links with me, but I can put the links in afterwards. That's no problem. I'll put my Um So um, this website i got off has got links all throughout. Excellent. Um, the MP3s and stuff like that all throughout. Um, so you can go download and listen to them. Um, so it's where we get back on track with you now. Disc jockey Russ Gibb of WKNRFM was the first man to bring the conspiracy to the airwaves. This was, so this rumor, let's just bring it back a bit into into the timeline. Yeah. This rumor had been circling around London parties and stuff, and as a jokey bit of gossip, some ragtoppers, journalists have read it, and, and um, not reported it, but it's the New York Times has reported that a journalist heard it.
1: You remember some, something sensational. Tonight. So
0: I'm, I'm wondering, maybe not even a ragtop, but maybe because a ragtop, like, like the shit rag that is The son had probably published it. That one was like a New York Times journalist at a party in London heard it, gone back to New York and gone, ah, if this yes, in London, and they've yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they brought that as a laugh. What like, like a
1: strange rumor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so then it went dead. Then two years later, it springs up in Iowa. Someone writes back the student paper. Another university student plagiarizes the article for it, and it just starts spreading across America. So it's kind of it's just gossip and spreading by word of mouth kind of thing. Russ Gibb, at WKNRFM, is the first person
1: to publish it, if you like. Well, he got an anonymous call saying, play Revolution 9 backwards, and listen to the message that you can hear. Yeah. Um, Which was? uh, Turn Me On Dead Man. Turn Me On Dead Man. Um, And then I think they had like a one hour conversation after that about, whoa, what's... What? What? Yeah. Yeah, So he's discussing this
0: with this anonymous caller. And this anonymous caller was just a student who'd heard it on campus and decided to ring it to his local radio. I
1: found it, just to put a pin in it right here, this for me is the conspiracy. Right. Because just a random call to a small local random station from a person who won't give the name, You don't know who they are, who goes, Listen to this record backwards and hands up scenario. It sounds very secretive, it sounds, you know, a bit bit peculiar. And yeah. then it all kicks off. I think uh, that, that it means sounds like planned. Long. It yes. And that's the out of all of this, out of everything we've read so far, this is the only thing that went this just I mean I wasn't there and I was partly for all. I don't really know the real context about what the call looked like or how to screen yeah. them or I mean, how the tick details. But that just like this just have a listen to this live on radio because you're not gonna be able to go to you know, in the UK right now, you can go to Radio 1 and go, just ring up and go, we well, just listen to this record backwards. They go, oh, they oh we just happened to have it here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. so so they've gone to somewhere, they'll well, go, okay, let's get this, it
0: let's go. I mean, we're Yorkshiremen, we cynical and cynicists. Um, well, it is 2020, and we are in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it does have that feel of, um, this has gone viral before viral media, wanna think.
1: It wouldn't have been able to go viral had we had to Will had today. I don't think. I don't think this would have got the far. No,
0: but um, what I'm saying is it's gone viral around American yeah, yeah, yeah. university campuses before viral media, viral media, or viral um, posts were a, even a, a not even a thing, but one even considered as a form of marketing. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I think someone's some executive at um, Capital, capital Records, I think it was. Yeah. Um their sons at union has heard this and gone and told the dad, and they're like a marketing Union, You know what? We could we could fuck the fucking back catalogue here. <laughs> but New York Times aren't going to take it. Washington Post aren't going to do it. Um, but this little community radio station, not that, that guy, will take a stab at it to be famous. We'll plant it there and then watch it, and we'll spread it. So I think this was like viral marketing before we had a term for <coughs> viral marketing. Yeah, so it, it, it does smell like that but that's that's only because of viral market we' up to I and see that through that lens today
1: I mean clearly this was 50 years ago um, and I don't know what the world looked like 50 years ago so and I obviously it, but it just and I but I do know that radio stations even local radio stations you didn't really have access to lots of television and so on it was it was still as a medium it, it was still very much loved and going to lots and lots of places and if you can get Anything that's to do with the Beatles to start with yeah. and anything that can be a little bit naughty, about that can get people contentious and talking, people can start listening to you.
0: And then you can spread that show through syndication and make the station a lot of money.
1: Because if you imagine you being the disc jockey, breaking that story. You know for a yeah. fact that you are it for a while now. Would well,
0: mm-hmm. you remembered forever, we're 50 years later, no, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, talking about Ruskin. But also how man. much money did he make for his bosses when they sold that programme? to other local stations to replay and break in you and you heard this is the here's the scoop and the can sell up show sure. and then again, you know, when it starts when it goes critical mass and it goes international, all these big companies, like say New York Times, and buying a copy of the show off the station to, to be able to write an article and shit. So No, I don't know if this was just chance. Like most th- things follow the money.
1: Yeah, I don't know if this was just chance, but my but the only thing that really pricked regarding any type of conspiracy was we're going to make a lot of money doing this and that was my first thing of well, yeah okay but we'll get on to potentially more so while this one-hour conversation is going on
0: 20 miles away a sophomore at the University of Michigan at Ann Arbor happened to be listening to Roskyn's talk show that afternoon Fred Labor, who's become snottenous now he's he now becomes the main guy in this theory Um, was scheduled to write write a review of the Abbey Road album for the next issue of the university student newspaper. Instead, this is a great quote I've got here. I love this. I I, I copied and pasted this quote just because I loved it. Instead, inspired by what he just heard on the radio, he sat down at his typewriter and spent ninety minutes composing a masterpiece of engineered mythology.
1: Basically, <laughs> I, wrote, <laughs> I wrote a lot of bullshit. That's you could you could have put in a. Could put it in some different terms. He could have been right for the dead spot, you know. If he'd have been, um, could I just love how the
0: the guy writing way. this described it as uh, he spent ninety minutes composing a masterpiece of engineered mythology. That's a very polite way of saying he wrote a lot of wank. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So jumping back to the television special. If I thought you said this is a timeline. It, it is. Oh, it oh is. okay. It's okay. like back so, to the future. Jumping back to the television special. So where um, that lawyer that keeps amazing clients <laughs> was questioning people uh he asks are you the same friend Leber who published on um, on october 19... are you the same friend Leber who published on october 14th 1969 an article in the michigan daily a newspaper by university which begins as follow paul mccartney was killed in an automobile accident in november 1966 after leaving emi recording studios tired sad and dejected right i wrote that story do you know for the fact that's true no i don't <laughs> then why did you publish it well I was supposed to they asked me to review Abbey Road, which was the current Beatle album. So I decided I didn't want to just um, write a review about, you know, this is Paul does this song and George does this song, etc etc. Like all review go. So I decided to make it work symbolically on a religious level. That's the audio taken straight from the TV special. That's it just gone no, I don't know it's true. <laughs>
1: That's one of the software. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, that guy would make a fucking l- packet in today's day and age, <laughs> working on social media, wouldn't he? I uh, had to review album, and, and, and
0: I just do a review like <laughs> everybody else we're going to do, and I got this on radio and just went, like, make a good article. I like, I just put that bit, like, um, I mean, is it, is, like this This is why like, I jump back to TV especially, like, that question, do you know for a fact that that's true? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I was supposed to do this review, and I, I couldn't be asked." Um... So Fred's article presented for the first time was what to become the definitive legend of Paul McCartney's death. This is where, that article where he just went, I don't know if it was true or not, I, I was supposed to write this review and I did this instead. This has become this the cornerstone, the centrepiece of the conspiracy theory. Had
1: the Turn Me On Dead Man on Revolution 9 not been put onto the radio, he wouldn't have wrote that story, I don't think. No, I don't think he would have so, done. So I think, just taking a further step back... The caller who called into the radio station to have them talk about it is where the idea of Paul being dead started. But then he wrote down, well, look at all these clues. in all these, look at all these amazing clues that I've found that I've just made up, that I can link in any way, shape or form that I see fit. Look at all these wonderful lyrics. This proves it's dead. And it just took off,
0: like. I also think the other side of it as well is that this room has been spreading around university
1: campuses yeah. and it was exclusively just university campuses I'm going to think about the they spread been... around London a little bit yeah but it's the world it was then as well you yeah, know yeah. We, it's too easy for us to forget that we didn't have mobile phones didn't have the internet we, we, we just had the local with in small
0: social bubbles you had your local paper local radio and that was it you know they had 24 news channels didn't have you know if the only news you got in in Iowa, for instance, I'm only saying that. But the only news you got in Iowa, the outside world, was the New York Times. And Could you even get New York Times and Washington Post in in I Iowa? I don't know. I don't
1: know. But you also need to remember. But you know, back
0: in the sixties, the only news we got of, up in Leeds, we got of London or the world at large, was when we got the, BBC the Guardian, maybe, BBC or? news at news at six and news at ten, and then yeah, maybe the Guardian, the, the Times. Um, so, your national newspapers, if they deem it fit to report it, we didn't know about it.
1: Yeah, and, and the worst thing is, like, the talking between campuses. Um, I've, I've played a game of Chinese whispers with my three kids. Yeah. And between three of them, we've got back to me, and it's like, I did not even say uh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it could be a case of Paul is dead. When I had a diaper accident, uh, I was think. Someone goes, Paul is dead. What did I have a car accident? Oh, was it Grizzly? I, I think he got decapitated. You know, he's making
0: stuff up just to embrace well, it. it comes back to you, and you went Paul McCartney's then, now he, got, he comes back to you. He got decapitated,
1: with a car crash. Oh, I never put any of that in. No. I, MI5, I've covered him up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took his body. Uh. Like body snatchers. Um, but it, in, in that, it, it's, it can become, if people take it seriously, it can become fever pitch. It can become embellished, come massively embellished. Yeah. Very, very quickly in a very small environment as to where there's no other way to get information each um, So. Story
0: anyway, please continue. The newspaper containing Fred's article appeared on the Ann Arbor campus early Tuesday morning. By noon, every copy was gone. Two more press rooms followed, the entire campus ground to a hole. As the week progressed, Fred's story spread rapidly eastward, leading from campus to campus, dormitory by dormitory and on Saturday night a student named Lewis Yeager at Hofstra University called Alec Bennett's popular talk show on WMCA and informed the city of New York that Paul McCartney was
1: dead wow <laughs> this reminds me of a war of the worlds when he called up on the radio station and everyone went heading for the hills yeah yeah <laughs> so you see where I'm going, like, we've got a
0: definite timeline of evidence yeah, yeah. on how this works you can see how it spread like wildfire along and so I,
1: I apologise I will I will take back when I was saying evidence I thought you meant as in his proof is dead. Evidence. No, just okay. evidence
0: of how this. I can't think of any other conspiracy theory where we've got concrete, documented evidence of how it came into the public zeitgeist. Maybe once
1: we've not talked about
0: yet Yeah. Um, so, um but yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, at first, the mainstream news organisations were reluctant we to, to mention the rumour without more evidence because. You know, they're mainstream news. They're like, we we want to be fucking sure what we when the news used to deliver the truth.
1: <laughs> Are you telling me that news media used to have integrity? Used have integrity?
0: <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! <it> did <laughs> uh, I don't believe it. Missed those days, um, to the point where a disc jockey on WABC in New York was fired for talking about the rumor on air. Um, I couldn't find any more about this, whether he was saying he was dead or just saying there's a rumour going about. But yeah, he, he talked about all could get is he talking about the rumour on air and was
1: fired. They did didn't mention My 5 did they? Because it'd gone, everything disappeared. Yeah. No, 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 that's no, probably why I can't see all about him anymore, <laughs> he would he do it. He's been disappeared. Um, the publicity department at Apple
0: Records was flooded with phone calls inquiring about Paul. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, when all this was happening, do you know where Paul was? Holiday, I think, it was on holiday uh, in a remote corner of Scotland.
1: Yeah, he was on holiday. Yeah, exactly he <laughs> was on holiday as well. <clears throat> was like, yeah. I'm, I'm, guys, I'm not dead." But again, Mummy Jolly's going and looking at that. But, but that is meant to be years after he died, so this could be
0: two years ago But this is but, yeah. going to that conspiracy mindset where it gets where is that you know to stop doing live performances, to change the artistic direction of the band, um, as it started blowing up. It just so happens being a remote corner of Scotland where he can't be contacted.
1: Apart from Life magazine.
0: Yeah, I'm going to get to that <laughs> in a bit yeah. as well. Um, so the Beatles chief publisher, Derek Taylor, called him to beg for a public appearance or at least a statement to quell the rumour.
1: I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul,
0: who had been through this before two years earlier as the rumor circulated in London, instructed Mr Taylor to ignore the press and leave him alone. <laughs> well, in those terms, or was it a different word used? I think it's a bit more polite as it's being recorded. Um, <laughs> My favourite <laughs> bit of this. And this kind of like... We're just talking about the media and integrity, we miss those days when the news had a responsibility to with the truth. Well, Life magazine? Maybe not, but... Yes. So the media, having no way to verify or dispel the rumour, had no choice but to acquiesce to the public demand for information <laughs> and began to sceptically cover the story. <laughs> well <laughs> done, <laughs> media! <laughs>
1: I KNEW YOU'D PULL THROUGH! (laughs) YOU HAD ONE JOB! (laughs) ONE JOB! (laughs) Well done. It's not as bad as life scaling his walls and running through his property and taking dodgy photos and...
0: Uh, Within days the Paul is Dead rumour became an international sensation. (laughs) Wow. You know, as as with any conspiracy theory or any mystery at all, first rule of thumb, follow the money.
1: Smells nice. Polydor Records
0: exploited the scandal by reissuing one of their early Beatles collections with a provocative new cover. And not surprisingly, sales of the Beatles' own records and licensed merchandise, especially their new Abbey Road album, went through the roof with frantic dealers selling the back catalogue directly out of the shipping cartons. Look so, like it! Uh, <laughs> no, and it would literally in case of deliveries coming into the store. Right. And people are cooling up with, they didn't have time to put it out on the shelf, and they're just like, Yeah, there's a copy. I was like, yeah, there's a thought.
1: And it was a real yeah. expense though, records, you know, back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had to really carefully choose what you were gonna buy because it was such a big amount of money. So it it doesn't surprise me. As I say, sex cells and death cells. Yeah. You know, all these all these stories were all this so if everyone's well, believing Paul's dead, let's ship his old stuff out and resell it. And whether or not this had anything to do with the record labels up front, they certainly took advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like,
0: I know I was saying earlier, it smells a bit like a viral marketing campaign. It
1: does stink a bit.
0: Before we knew what the but That's me looking at the 1969, well, 70. Yeah, looking at 69 I through a 2020 lens. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll You know, we're that. contaminated by viral marketing and. and and stuff like well, that. We're, so, we're
1: currently the world's contaminated.
0: So. Uh, yeah, but you know, we, we, we're looking in that lens where it will not want, you want the thing back then. But, maybe they, maybe was they got this little local DJ to do it because the main big DJs wouldn't and that boost, so if they did or didn't, doesn't really matter because the end result is, if they had nothing to do with it, they shipped the fuck out of the back catalogue and. Then. oh we've got the Beatles, let's slap a new cover on a
1: provocative new cover on front of it and send that out and Well I will say, if you just heard him say that term, fuck ton. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You're gonna hear it next week and then the week after and then the week after it's his favourite term. I love the word on. <laughs> it it's his
0: because we we use we use imperial measurement and the rest of the world use decimal
1: measurements. Metrics not either. Uh, yeah, yeah. I
0: use metric. We use imperial. Yeah. So yeah, you know, if I talk about if I talk about a, a, a kilo or a, a, a ton or a, a gram or an ounce, you know, when I get recipes online for cooking, it says use a cup. How much is a fucking cup? <laughs> you know, I mean, you just, it actually works out like 240 grams. Right. So this is quite bad to metric one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there might be a few. So yeah, fuck ton is a universally acceptable measurement of weight. Big fucking math. Yeah, there was a massive amount of shit going on. There was a fuck ton of stuff happening.
1: <laughs> There's no specific
0: weight. No, no, A fuck ton could mean 10 kilos, it could mean 78 tonnes, it could mean. Or 57,000 copies in 13 seconds. Or, or 28,000 cups if
1: you're in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the word fuck ton. It. it, fuck. it I might have derailed him here. <laughs> Do we know what we've got back to?
0: Right. So what we're saying is well, they basically shipped a fuck ton of my <laughs> <back> catalogue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so whether they started this or not, where we're being cynical, let's take our cynicism away and say uh-huh. As a cynic we could go, they started this and yeah. put it in campuses so it, you know, hopefully it blossomed into what it did. Let's remove our cynicism and say they didn't start it. This just happened organically <laughs> without any anything. The results are all the same. They're still shipping the back catalogue, they put a new cover on the Beatles collection and flogged it. They were selling the back catalogue and it put Abbey Road album through the ribs, so... I don't think the record company really cared. They were like, well, he's not dead, but we can ship copies. It
1: reminds me a little bit uh, of... um, What... I don't know America have that X Factor scenario nonsense, but yeah they, m- do,
0: yeah, they do. Yeah, like we have Britain's Got Talent, got America's Got Talent. Yeah. There,
1: was, there was that marketing campaign, wasn't there, about to not get, not allow the X Factor to be the Christmas number one. Rage um, against the machine yeah. for
0: Christmas number one. That just so happens to That's be it. owned by Simon Cowell, who owns X Factor. So, so it,
1: it just reminds me of that. Yeah,
0: if anyone's not in the UK. Um, we the UK Christmas number one, the UK singles chart. That no, we have a. a, a Similar to the Billboard 100 in America, but, but it's albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have singles charts over here as, as well as arm charts, and we have a tradition in the UK of having a whimsical, festive, funny, sometimes crappy. I remember Mr Blobby.
1: Mr um, Blobby, East 17, Stay Another Day. Yeah. Art, uh,
0: so we have we have anyway. this we have this tradition of Christmas number ones like The Darkness and the
1: past the pasty one last year. The sausage roll one oh, oh I was
0: a glad baby, 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 baby or, or something oh. yeah and anyway anyway we're getting on top again <laughs> but yeah, so we had the Christmas number one um, which we got annoyed because when X Factor started in the UK and we apologised like we've given America the world Black Sabbath and Judas Priest and Ozzy Osbourne and, and mm. all this lot and the Beatles and the Beatles, Beatles. and then we, so give you, then we give you X Factor <laughs> sorry apologies um, but we got really pissed off that the X Factor came out and it was when it releases the winner gets to release a single and it obviously got to number one because of the TV show but it got the U- Christmas number one that was the thing of it you be Christmas number one that was it um, so we got really angry and this social media campaign started to have rage against the machine fuck you I won't do what you tell me yep. as Christmas number one to go yeah this will send the message to Simon Cowell who created <laughs> X Factor <laughs> but that be the same Simon Cowell who Right, if X Factor when he gets number one, he makes a fuck ton of money. Not wedding, it? If Rage Against Machine gets to number one, that sticks in Simon mm-hmm. Carl's eye because he still makes a hell of a lot of money because he owns them as well.
1: Don't so, so <laughs> so tell him! <laughs> no bed. But, um, but this reminds me of that wonderful taking advantage of it. It wouldn't surprise me if it was like, oh, just let him run just let the story run. Yeah. Simon Cowell <laughs> sent it back because I think this is where the market came
0: in so I'm like he came out and went Oh, I think this is incredibly distasteful and, and really sad. Like, these, these performers have worked really hard to get through this <coughs> competition and then to win it, to prove their talent and the UK public are taking that away from them. And being British, we're going, fuck you. We will take it away from we
1: don't care. I'm gonna go buy this song. I'm gonna make you money.
0: Time. I'm gonna <laughs> buy it on every account. I'm gonna buy it on an iTunes and Google Play. I'm gonna go to the shop and buy it on CD. I already they own it <laughs> twice? Yeah, I'm gonna buy it over five times just to tell you, you dick, cause I'm not having that cunt. <laughs> Um, Tech UK number one, I don't care, yeah I want him to be crying on Christmas Day and Simon Carl sat there going, well this is working, buddy
1: isn't it? It's exactly the same. Because all that happened family. that year, instead of him getting number one the with the X Factor, he got number one with
0: Rage Against Machine and number two with
1: X Factor, so he made twice as much money. That was a very merry Christmas for Simon <laughs> Yeah, <at> yeah, <laughs> he really enjoyed that Christmas. But I'm just saying, this as a local It thing, does stink of that, doesn't it? it? Absolutely. Record companies have just gone, just run with it because we're <laughs> going to make fucked
0: her, yeah. Even the Redcock company saw it picking up traction at the American University and went, Paul, fuck up to Scotland for a bit. <laughs> go, go stay on this remote corner of Scotland where you can't be contacted by anyone. <laughs> Please, because
1: it's Because
0: uh, uh, if, if you're not seen in public for a few weeks, this is going to fuel set fire like, where is Paul now? No one can find him.
1: That really is asking to come isn't it? Cause, uh... Well, this is why we're Yorkshiremen. and we're perfectly qualified to do this show. <laughs> Especially when drinking beer. Yeah, yeah. It makes me even more cynical and less likely to believe anything anyone tells me. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry to able to it again. that's our timeline yes. of
0: how it blew up. Shall
1: you we talk what about? Happened, right? shall we talk about Life Magazine.
0: Yeah. So, like, sorry, I forgot mm-hmm. about Life Magazine. So they I'll, I'll let you describe what happened. with Life Magazine.
1: Oh, great. Okay.
0: Have you got it down there or not? No.
1: Yes. Well, yeah. I know that Life Magazine basically invaded where he was. We'll get yeah, to. So basically, it's Portals in remote Scotland. It's yeah
0: Cosby's <coughs> say we has gone international, were just blown up. And they were like, Where's Paul? And he's told his media manager to fuck off and leave me alone, I'm on holiday. And I'm sure or, were the words. Or he's being sent down, I'm told to lie low.
1: And they said, I want to come out. He's like, No, you're fucking staying where you are. <laughs> yeah. We're sending someone over. <laughs> There's no here but sheep. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately, they went over, um, started taking some photos, they got very unhappy, told them to piss off. But supposedly it took some rather unsavory. savoury... Um, yeah, they, they, it were two reports
0: from Life magazine a photographer. Yeah, yeah. And the, the photographer got photos of Paul charging at them and throwing like, his <laughs> spade and a bucket at them and leaving him alone. And
1: it would ruin his reputation, his, 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 his image. He's a, he's a nice guy, Yeah, he? yeah. nice like guy. So he said, okay, what I'll do is, I'll give you an interview, I'll talk about all this nonsense, that I'm not dead. Um, you can take your photos, you can do your little magazine as long as you give me the negatives about all the photos you've just taken, and we'll do a deal um, I don't think you got paid for it mm. I'm not sure I did um, The payment it. was keeping the film in the camera like. So they did, but they then ran with that story uh, and if anything it made it even worse <laughs> It's like, you know this Life magazine going Oh, Paul's debunking all this thing, bringing it to people who've never even heard of it before. Yeah, yeah. This, this, you've now got it into paper form, which you can keep. Yeah. Going, I didn't even know this. Is this got? Let's go back to more records because I want to hear Revolution Nine backwards. What's going on?
0: Yeah, yeah I, I, I want to see this and, and <coughs>
1: yeah, it was that kind of.
0: It, it just exponentially grew because it was like people who'd not heard this theory, and I went, well, if there's not to it, why is he debunking it? Why are going? It? Oh, it's not Paul McCann, it's William Campbell. That's it. If you look at this photo from two years ago, and that photo in front of the he doesn't look the same but there's a little bit of difference. You notice know, his jaw's a bit different and he's is, is
1: a bit off. and... Oh man, I am sick of looking at those stupid <laughs> <super goals. laughs> Oh Jesus man. These. I, I, right. For the people who put his photo side by side with look at this green circle and look at this green circle, this little bit of an eye is a bit different to the little bit of an eye. Fucking yeah! You grow old, you get different angles, you get different lighting, yeah. and, and I'm 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 sorry, right? But if anybody believes nineteen fucking plastic surgeons can go and get similar looks a bit like Paul McCartney, give him, plas- <laughs> give him all this plastic surgery and go, it looks fucking identical, including the moles on his neck. We're gonna give him moles as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna give him all this perfect you think those fucking butcher from the 1960s could go blissimo. I mean perfect. Women have it
0: bad in, in today's joke, society where they you know they have like an hour of makeup routine or a two hour night beauty routine and, and you don't need it, women. You don't
1: need it. We we, we love you and find you sexy as fuck anyway. Unless you look like him you know with right? a beard. But you,
0: you know you just <laughs> look such you might be a deviant But <laughs> But um Imagine like if you were William Campbell. He must have had like a six-hour movie set makeup routine every morning. Like he can't go out, he can't go out of that house and collect his milk in case someone's taking a photo of him looking at William Campbell. He has to put his Paul McCartney face on. And
1: well, they said he went under the knife. So to take a step back. This, this William Shee Campbell, um, uh, supposedly. It's him. I know he's mentioned the late songs, but we'll talk about that after. Um, a Scottish orphan who won a, a na- this, this supposed nationwide like contest that no one can find.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, no one can
1: find <clears like> any evidence <throat> of it happening and it only
0: happened very
1: quickly after Paul died. Yeah, like two days, you look just like him. Um, he supposedly like imitated Paul, They put him under the knife, same height, same build, scouse, um, left-handed. I mean finding a left-handed scouseman in Scotland is, is, is quite impressive. I mean It might not be so impressive anymore, but in the nineteen sixties. Yeah, yeah. There was only was it four billion people on the planet, four people in Scotland, so you yeah, know yeah. There's, a, there's a, it could have been sorry guys. It would have offended
0: everyone tonight, <laughs> it's gonna be a regular thing though,
1: would it? Oh, um, expecting the hate um, but to put put it put it bluntly right, if we get um, someone who looks quite a lot like somebody else now with today's plastic surgeons they can't make someone be a hundred percent But this is again this is your limited mindset you're, you're looking uh, at <laughs> commercial
0: plastic surgeons not MI5 plastic surgeons shit there's a they difference know. in level here
1: I, and I'm sorry <laughs> we, we have aliens from Rosswell they could have been anything to their technology exactly. you've not seen Face Off uh, the documentary I mean. by John Travolta but
0: not 1966, you know. So, no, it's filmed um, in 96. It's all <laughs> a story from it 66. It's a documentary. Perfect, it makes
1: perfect sense. <laughs> but, to, but to be brutally honest, if you're looking at the, the plastic surgeons of the 60s, now, they may have done some wonderful things, but to go, you look like Paul, but now you have to get every manual detail to be exactly the same as Paul. I don't think you could even get close.
0: A, a good example, I think, to throw in at the time... Um, because it's a, a car crash that resulted in plastic <laughs> surgery, is Mark Hamill. Um, in the 70s, I think. Yeah, yeah, it uh, completely different now, yeah. Um, he, he had a car crash after uh, Empire Strikes Back, had plastic surgery in the 70s. So we're talking like five, maybe ten, nine years after after this. That's trying to rebuild <laughs> his
1: original face.
0: Yeah, and he looked markedly different. Yeah. Um, and that, this is a guy who's the lead actor, the star of the biggest franchise movie franchise ever known to man at that point and they can't get his face looking exactly like it used to but the Beatles can get Paul McCartney replicated down to the mole
1: and down to the nuance in regards to his bit Well, I guess we're going a bit off track but I just just I keep going for tangents because I can't I'm trying to keep myself on track because I'm bubbling <laughs> this is this is why I put it this way, it's why I'm I bubbling the this surface. Is why on
0: my notes I put it out this way I've got the theory it's I've got the plan. I've got the timeline of how it blew up then we're gonna go into the clues because that I put it this way just sucks a new and there's little bits I'm all right in my notes I'm going I'm gonna need to leave about five minutes for my next note there because he's gonna fucking go on
1: one. so normally. <laughs> So, we've been okay. There have been some discussions that we've had previously where you said one thing and you've not spoke for thirty minutes because <laughs> <laughs> I've just go down like a train and gone budget.
0: There, there will be but some fuck. points during these during these shows. There will be some points where I'll just throw shit in just to wind him up and set him off because it's a thing of beauty.
1: <laughs> and then there'll be
0: another time
1: where you may not hear me speak for half an hour because I'm a on one. It, it's just. So, the, it'll be, the point you made in the beginning is the same point you made at the end, and we we'll tied it all back together. So, do we agree? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 ten minute round. I wanted to say anything <laughs> before we got to the point this to is the thing. This is why we do the show, because we, we're passionate
0: and we love the art of debate, um, where we can shout and bowl at each
1: other and not fall out. Um, so, the reason, I, I, I like the way we've done this, so, in this way, and the only reason I'll say that is because too many people automatically come come out with you can read up websites. You can see people doing videos, and they'll go, "Look at all the evidence." Well, actually, don't look at the evidence first. Look at the supposed evidence. Talk about the logic. How can it happen first? Before you can even, before you even consider thinking about all the lyrics and the and the and the yeah, artistry I mean, and so on. We're going to get to
0: what what's called the death clues. Is, is my next bit to get to. But the only way I can put this together really <coughs> and properly and informative in a way because that was to describe the theory, and then, because we don't have it with most theories, um, with any conspiracy theory, I don't think we're gonna get another one like this, any we we'll discuss, where we have an established, documented evidence timeline of how the theory expanded and blew up, and where it came from, so we, and we've explored that, was it PR, stun, and, and technology at the time, and where now, so, so I had to do it that way, that Well, yeah, I was we have a deeper understanding, <coughs> for me, we have a deeper understanding of the theory and what's gone
1: on, and a solid foundation to then look at the clues from. But I think what we're also kind of, personally I'm driving this from a different from an angle of, n- not from being, here's all the evidence, let's just go for the evidence and come to a conclusion. It's like, well actually, let's talk about what is the most logical thing you're gonna look at? Look, you know, is it even plausible, before you start talking about these supposed death evidence, death clues, is it even plausible before we get there that this could even mm-hmm. happen? Yeah. Um, can't even get I, into my mind. I feel I'm with this and the, and the research that I've done in this last
0: last week, um, I feel we've covered this in a deeper level than any of the research I found.
1: I just um, don't understand it. I, I, I
0: feel we've got we've got to that point where like we're just about to get to the evidence and the death clues. Well, not the evidence, the death clues. We're just about to get to that where most people dive straight in with that. This is why I'm really proud of this, especially this one where we've got that foundation. We've got this is a theory, this is the timeline, now let's look at the evidence, we've got a foundation to go, anyone watching has got a deep understanding of not just what happened, but how it happened. I can tell you how it happened, <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, we've, we've set the foundation, we've set the what the theory is, with how it came to international national prominence. Yes. Yeah. Now,
1: we're getting to the crazy. Well, let's not do people a disservice. You're not crazy, you're mentally challenged. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a difference. The Illuminati,
0: politically correct as always. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, so... so um, yeah, once well, we're well, so we getting to the crazy. These, these are what are being termed in, in, in Beatles fan fandom, I suppose is best. Before thing. we get into
1: this, can we can we say, last week, before we get to a conclusion at the end, where were you on this? this, this, this you can tell me at the end what your mind is today, but where was your mind last week? Last week when I brought
0: this up? Yeah. Uh, my mind was, because uh, I knew of it obviously, um, was this is absolute bollocks, but I know you're a massive Oasis fan, so in turn I assume you're a Beatles fan. Absolutely. And this would wind you up and it'd be funny. Um, this is gonna get a me. Good job. You, this is gonna get me a lot of hate, but I, I, I think the Beatles are
1: overrated. I think they're overrated. Um, Cut right. Just <laughs> call the cops. No, no, the, the just Beatles don't get like, it. Just don't get it. You, you want? Oh, I want to hold your hands. The f- fuck? Remember the the start pop band? I know, I
0: know.
1: Now, I don't want to get on camera and a bit about the Beatles because this could be a fucking long night. Um, but they, they basically, in my opinion, they were the father of our mother parent, whatever you want to call I don't know what 21st century I'm about to say anymore. <laughs> they birthed the, um, ultimately they, they birthed music from a, a genre of music for which everyone is trying to oh, to, to be. And you know, I, I, I find,
0: I, I just don't know, my musical taste personally, I'm gonna get a lot of hate here, but do you know what, I'm allowed my own opinion, it's fine.
1: It's not, um, not on this video. The, the, <laughs> the, um, I find the Beatles overrated. I can't
0: listen to them. I, I think I get it. I think they're poor, but I appreciate their influence because without the Beatles, we wouldn't have had a a singer songwriter like, a singer-songwriter like Noel Gallagher of Oasis. who I absolutely adore, um, you know, Oasis, High uh, Fly, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. I, I absolutely adore that music. Now that wouldn't exist in this world without the Beatles. So even though I find the Beatles overrated and I can't listen to their music, I appreciate them because their influence. Went on to create bands like Oasis and
1: and Blur and and yeah. the whole Britpop scene really. Uh, the reason the reason why the Beatles are probably the best is it's because in my opinion, even though I don't think I, as you said, I I was brought up as a nineties boy. Uh, yeah, Britpop was my thing. I was brought up with Oasis, Blur, Republication, yeah, Seven, all that, sort of, um, all that wonderful space. wonderful music and the and all that sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, but the Beatles were. The, the, the band that everybody plagiarised and so because everybody plagiarised them they didn't do much of it themselves they took a, they took a bit of influence regarding sound but they didn't nick a riff no, of no, someone no. everybody's plagiarised the Beatles and so therefore they are the bedrock and foundation of all the de- real like I, said, I, I don't enjoy the Beatles but yeah. that doesn't mean I can't appreciate them. You must enjoy some songs like Hey Jude and revolution and hey, hey
0: June's great when you're pissed
1: at a family party. Yeah but what's like, uh, the what music's about man? No when you all
0: stood there and pissed up going na
1: na 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 don't sing again. You no, know, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah that, that's great for those those moments, but it's not yeah, yeah. you know, if I'm gonna sit down and listen to something I, I generally listen to you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, placebo, Nirvana, um oh, yeah. a bit of Lost Spring at times, um, a lot of pirate metal, um and Britpop um, and Beautiful South. <laughs> <Their own> <laughs> you know, know <laughs> You know, uh, but no, no, it's stuff like Queen and, and Metallica and Black Sabbath is what I listen to. Uh, I wouldn't put a Beatles album on.
1: I can listen to all of those as well. But
0: I'd listen mm-hmm. to. I'd put an Oasis album on. And that I'd be appreciative of the Beatles because I'm listening to an Oasis album. Makes sense. Um, so I'd have to enjoy them to be appreciative of them. I, I'm,
1: I'm not suggesting everyone should like the Beatles. I mean, Thank you, Dad. <laughs>
0: well, it my my Dad is yeah. the reason like, I, I well I listened to, like say nineties kid Britpop grunge, all that lot is bottom into, but then went on to metal later on. But in to my Dad, I still listen to Beautiful South because that's all I heard of me I was growing up. And I absolutely adore Paul Heaton as a poet.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, um, I, but what were we was talking about again? Anyway, so, you, yeah. you said the sort of, Beatles not being uh, this
0: is I said the Beatles were be overrated and. You can't say that without some <laughs> sanctimonious
1: prick having a go, with you? Uh, <laughs> actually, on this occasion, I held my own and I didn't go nuts. I almost Yeah, yeah, the yeah ball. You, you, you were quite subdued. <laughs> you, you did go for the ball. isn't into Instant reaction, Wallace. On this occasion, I held more dagger, this <laughs> bastard. <laughs> However... Let's get to the clues, right, like, sir? So, for you mentally challenged people, like we, that we've been looting this for a while now. We
0: get they You've brought revolution down a few times. I've got not yet, not yet. Well,
1: what I will say, can we? Yeah. I just say, I think the probability is we are not going to cover all the clues. There's a no, great I, probability we oh, gonna...
0: those hundreds, hundreds yeah. of them.
1: So we're probably going to cover the, the most commonly known ones, I would assume. Yeah,
0: I've, I've taken some of the main ones out. Yeah. Um, there's one I left out because I didn't think it was relevant, but I've seen your notes, you flicking from and you've got it, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, so the death clues that we talked about for people who don't know, uh, Beatles fans believe that clues signifying the fact of Paul's death had been concealed on the album covers and in songs released by the surviving Beatles, and this this is where the conspiracy refuses to die.
1: Yes. Because this is interpretation, and this brings up your um, bear. But this is different. This conspiracy is different to many because this is a conspiracy. Only if you're trying to find it. It's. This isn't a conspiracy of did this
0: happen and was covered up. This is a conspiracy of interpretation.
1: I 100 percent agree. You can look at something and interpret it in any way that you seem fit to fit your particular narrative in your echo chamber. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. This is is
0: cherry picking to suit your narrative.
1: And Um, forgetting about everything else that that disproves what you're thinking of. Going, no, 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 none of that exists because this one piece that I'm looking at fits the story I want. Yeah. Um, And that's, I'm going to precursor that before we start talking because the rest of it's going to be a rant. Well, that's, (laughs) talk about cherry picking. Uh, You mentioned just a little bit back then that there's there's hundreds of
0: of getting clues. So. Throughout my research, I'm looking at the theory and looking at all the death clues and stuff. And probably I'm not even looked at all of them because it's ridiculous amount. Going to be too many. Um, yeah. So the death clues I'm going to talk about or the ones I want to talk about. Okay. I've focused on because I've structured this quite nicely. I'm quite proud of how I did this. Um, don't expect it. Don't expect this every week. This is unusual. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I'm going to focus on the death clues from um, four albums. Okay. Um, so, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yep. That was released in June of sixty-seven. Yeah. The soundtrack for the Beatles TV special, Magical Mystery Tour. Yes. That was released in December of sixty-seven. Yes. The double album is uh, double. So the double Beatles album is being called the White Album. Yes. Just because it's white sleeve. Just the yeah. white sleeve. Yeah. Right. Um uh, So when I first it's the White Album, that's what I'm on about. That um, was released in November of sixty-eight. And the soundtrack to the Beatles animated film, Yellow Submarine, released in January 69. No Abbey Road? I don't. I've got some stuff about Abbey Road, okay. but these are the the main thing I'm going to look at, and then I've got Abbey Road at the end. Okay. I forgot to put, I wrote these, and then <laughs> put the clues in, I forgot to put Abbey Road after. So I'm going to, yeah, so five. Yeah. I'm going to Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club, Magical Mystery Tour, The White Album, Yellow Submarine, and Abbey Road. They're, they're the five I'm taking my clues from. Let do you me. get any other albums from them or
1: well i've got the, like yeah uh, yeah we'll do them
0: we'll do, then. We'll do, do then. that Rex. we've got three albums as well if you want but should we, should we start with sergeant pepper <laughs> yes let's do sergeant pepper right um so this is this is one of my favorite ones um on the front cover of sergeant pepper's Lona a club band yeah um there's um, a lot of cultural icons in it and stuff like that right but the British comedian, Izzy Bottom is raising his open palm directly above Paul's head.
1: Yeah, so, are we, are we gonna talk about one at a time and debunk them, or are we gonna talk about them all and talk about them in the end? Uh, so.
0: talk about one time and debunk them, right. So, this, the reason this is a, a death clue by, by fans is that, um, so, on the cover, he's stood, like, he's stood at the back and he's kinda got his hand or his head, like it's from behind him. Um, this gesture, according to Clue Hunters, is an eastern symbol of the presence of evil. Um Okay. That's that's the clue, is that he's the only one with a hand above his head, like there's a Prince Evil here, he's not he's not the real Paul.
1: So what I would say and this could this could possibly debunk many of the death clues because people choose to see what they want to see here. This is like
0: looking at clouds and seeing an elephant or a telephone. I can't remember the word for it, uh yeah, paradelia. Paradelia, yeah.
1: that's it, yeah. But that's just making a picture of... Because your brain needs to f- make a shape or something recognises out of Yeah, pattern.
0: I think this is seeing meaning where there is an no omnis.
1: So, the one thing I would say is what people fail to even consider, even though none of the evidence is there, is there's a picture of this above Paul's head. Now, if you look at the outtakes of Yellow Submarine, there are about ten pictures where Paul is not stood there He's stood in completely different place than the no, Sergeant Pepper. So, sorry, Sergeant yeah, yeah. Pepper, apologies. In Sergeant Pepper, there's about 10 pictures of them. You can, can go look at all yeah, the... there's three, four photos. different. There's loads of them, yeah. He's, he's in loads of different places. He's, he's got a clarinet, a trombone, he's stood in this place, and in this place stood at the front, and he's also at the back. Got his back to people. There's, there's so many of them that they just went, That one looks good. This is the best looking picture. Yeah. And it happened to be under, under this. Now, what I would say is. Um, All I've read so far is someone say, oh, by the way, this is a a death gesture. I've yet to find evidence that that is a death gesture from anywhere. Yeah. And does Paul even know it's a death gesture? Yeah. So, you know, people say it is, but I don't know where from. The only time I can see this being referenced as a death gesture is when it's referenced to a Beatles clue. I've never known. I can't find them. I tried to go... A hand above a head, whether it's in a peace sign or an open sign or whatever sign, where is that a gesture of death? I couldn't find
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I got it. That's it. The only time yeah. I can find it being referenced as a, uh, a gesture of death or sometimes a gesture of evil, um, and it's an Eastern mythology symbol of the presence of evil, is in relation to Beatles' Death Clue. It's in release. It's the only time it's mentioned. Oh, this an hand above a head is is a sign someone's dead or it's a sign of an evil presence or duplicity is reference to a Paul McCartney photograph,
1: right. yeah, there's, yeah.
0: No, there's nothing else anyway, so it seems like this has been made up specifically for this theory and also going back to like we said previously 1969 we wasn't a connected planet, the news was slow in getting everywhere, so you've got, oh yeah it's, it's, it's the mythology, alright well you, you know what you're talking about here I believe you, because you no know way. you can't whip your phone out, 1969 you can't whip your phone out of your pocket and google it, like we have this week. So it's kind of like you've just told it's an osteopathology thing, so it's stuck. But I can't see any evidence anywhere that it is, unless the only time, I, the only evidence I can find to it is when it's related to a photograph of Paul McCartney. agreed um, What's well, One point two. One two. Uh, you mentioned he's holding a clarinet.
1: Yep. Um, it's actually a core anglais. Yes, it's got, and um, one of the things it's got like a, a little curve. People say it's like a scythe as well, like a death scythe. I oh, I'm not seeing that. Yeah. So what's one of the things is oh yeah, it's another symbolism. Cause it's got, it's got like a bit of a curve. It's not even a proper curve like a scythe, but oh, it's, it, it symbolises death. It's like a lot like a scythe. But as well in the outtake photos, you see him with a trombone. You see him without a clarinet or, or a cornet. And you see him different. It doesn't even necessarily. They chose that one because it Just is the one that they chose well, the picture because he had different instruments in different pictures. The
0: clue I've got here is that uh, is on the corner and Glenn. It's not the instrument that's important. It's that uh, Paul is the only Beetle holding the black musical instrument. The others are holding gold instrument, gold sparkly instruments.
1: Yeah, but he was also holding a big gold trombone in one of the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a trombone. I'm sorry, i shit shooting my instruments, but uh, that's why uh, I could yeah, never be yeah. beagle. <laughs> <there. laughs>
0: but no, apparently the the, the clue, <coughs> the death clue it's on black. this bit is that. They're all holding shiny gold instruments, and he's holding a black one to symbolise death. That so is, he's not alive. If that was
1: going to be the only symbolism they were looking for, he would never have held another instrument in any of the outtakes because it would gone we need to symbolise from death in different positions. Yeah,
0: or maybe on a black trombone or a black triangle. Yeah, or something. yeah but they do you not, mean, yeah. yeah. So that you're
1: not buying that one. No, it's just people looking yeah. for the one. They want. Yeah, so that's a lot of nonsense. Um,
0: group a another uh, clue on the cover of Sgt Pepper because there's blood in this. I don't have that many, remember, but you, you please. Um, in the uh, in the lower half of the image, there's a group of high sims that are arranged in the shape of a guitar, um, and three or four long sticks resembling guitar strings. Uh, there's three sticks across it, so the high sims are kind of in as much a guitar shape as you can make up high sims, when so three black strings yeah, yeah, along yeah. it to represent the guitar. Um, to say that it's four strings for the bass, I think it is to symbolise that the, the bass is dead because the, the argument, that the, the theory is that the entirety of the Sgt Pepper's cover is a burial, it's a funeral so they've got the reefs in front and the band there, and then all the <coughs> cultural icons because he were a cultural icon so he's, now, he's on the black instrument because he's dead, there's a guitar reef, showing sure yeah. four strings that Basis is dead in a pile of dirt because there's a burial and he's going to
1: join all the cultural icons behind him. Well. Um, from, I don't know if Peter Blake was a photographer, or or whatever, I'm sure he was a photographer for the day, uh, he rebutted this, this whole guitar uh, scenario going, actually, there was just a bit of space at the front, and the assistant went, uh, just before I start taking photos, can we make a guitar out of flowers?
0: Yeah, I've got that letter in my my closet, but yeah. Let's, the guy went I can make a guitar out of them this little kid who were open, I, went, I can make a guitar went, yeah go girlfriend why not <laughs> the um, crack on I mean, there's another bit I'm, I'm, I, it, I didn't glue it in my notes but there's another bit I saw where um, if you join if you draw a line between the highest sims in a certain way it says Paul you actually, it's like you're really fucking grasping at stuff here that's why I want in my notes and I'm not going to bring it, it, doesn't it, it I, I. I couldn't even see it I couldn't. It was like, oh, once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. And one of the pictures that wrote Paul over it, and like,
1: still can't see it. Like, <laughs> right. It's like one of those magic, magic eye pictures where you have to stare at yeah, yeah. the frame, isn't and it? it pops <laughs> out eventually. I was fucking looking at this picture for about ten minutes going, it's just a load of flowers. I was <laughs> you know, looking at them side by side. I had one with a guitar
0: made out of hyacinths, and one with a picture with Paul wrote over the top of it going, "That." No, That's it. That's no, no, it. No, no. I, I, I was wait, actually waiting up like
1: five hours looking at. I thought
0: so i was gonna go. Ooh,
1: sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this, this is one of those things we were we'll just talking about here. Not quite parodially, but it's a case of you've got an idea, but what you want to see, you've gone looking for the evidence, and you found something There's, that fits the evidence. It's this is confirmational bias. Yeah, it is. This is absolutely.
0: Paul's dead, and I know that Paul McCartney's dead and i know there's clues in this photograph
1: because the radio station said so and yeah,
0: yeah yeah so i'm gonna find them yeah and it's it's just
1: you can find anything you want
0: yeah it's it's just confirmation you like saying earlier it's cherry picking but you go you could have 15 things that say it's not and then one thing that confirms
1: your theory
0: yeah this is it that's proof i'm right
1: because the one thing i would say is there's so many different celebrities and so many different pictures on the front of to a back, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: That they're picking the one that they think fits their narrative. So does that mean that the plan was we're gonna put all this distraction in place and only the smart ones will find what we're looking for? Yeah, this is that kind this of reinforcement
0: that you know the truth. <laughs> <Give me a laughs> that uh,
1: you know, but I could then say, well Alessia Crowley's in there, does that not make him a Satanist? You know? Yeah. Clearly he wasn't, but I could look at another celebrity and go well, clearly he likes that special kind of celebrity. I mean, and I'm
0: probably sure that 1969 cover, there's a lot of racists in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we could take people back now looking through a 2020 lens, you can go, that guy would a racist, he would a racist, he would a racist. Does that make Paul McCartney a racist? Or no, is John Lennon the racist? Both Green what? What is it? You know. Well, Paul can't because he would dead, so John Lennon must be the racist. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's looking for that thing of yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they had views of the time. Of course, yeah. So, through 2020 lens, they're racist. For 969 lens, they're not. But for 2020 lens, they're racist. So John Lennon put all his racists on the covers of a seminal album. Does that mean John Lennon's a racist? Yeah. He's celebrating them. You know. It, Big racist. You know. <laughs> Renowned for it. Found here, like, discovered here on the Illuminati. Like, it, but um, yeah, and it, it gets—we've not stopped the Sergeant Pepper's album. Yeah. I'll let <laughs> so, carry we on. Um, we'll try and go through some. So we'll the um, there's a drum in the centre of the album. Yeah. Um, oh,
1: that's of like bollocks. So
0: they discovered that if you want a mirror horizontally across the centre of the drum, a mysterious message appears. I one I X he die. The character to the left of he die being variously interpreted as one one one. Um. Uh, yeah, Representing the three Simon Beatles, or a 1 and a 1 followed by a Roman numeral 9, combined to indicate November the 9th, the day 1966 on which Paul died.
1: Unless you're British, and they expelled nine eleven.
0: Yeah, which, yeah, was John Lennon. Different oh, Paul McCartney kind of, were dead, but John Lennon prophesied September 11.
1: But it's also, yeah, no, but, you know, if we took it, uh, in America, obviously you guys, you do your numbers wrong um we do it anyways it's the ninth so of this particular month yeah it's the day, day month, month year yeah, yeah. not the Mon- month day year
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. we do so ninth november they do november the ninth yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah
1: so they either it prophesies september 11th um and some planes smashing into the twin towers uh, or it prophesies that john london met Yoko Ono at the indica gallery or Paul
0: crashed, and someone called nine nine nine. But the album was released in America, so it'd be nine one one.
1: I mean, can I ask the question right? When I looked at that, when I looked at that front cover, at what point did someone go? The really, 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 really smart people are gonna have to take a fucking mirror to this. And then, when you've done that, you're gonna have to go well. Then we're gonna have to interpret. The stuff that you see, which takes some real mind bending stuff to do. Mm-hmm. If the Beatles were intentionally leaving clues, fuck a duck. I mean, That, fact, that, I mean, takes, that it, takes some. That takes. That takes side. Hawkins. It's, it's Hawkins the level <laughs> intellect to put these clues on there. I mean, fucking Some
0: people who were smacking off their tits on every drug going at the time. A
1: fair place. I mean, I mean Lenny yeah. was on heroin. <clears throat> Constantly,
0: hired a fucking kite. Yeah, so was it the intellect to, kite, to carry out this master plan of clues, or was it just some hallucinogenic fever dream? I don't know, all I'm gonna say is. Did he turn to heroin because they was covering up Paul's death and he felt guilty?
1: Don't you fucking <laughs> don't start with shit. He <laughs> went to heroin because of an addict. He <laughs> tried, he tried smoking pot, peace and love man mm-hmm. then he went alright then that felt nice but I can get a bit higher and it went up in the fucking level he madness. just won't
0: question the guilt he felt about covering up his friend's death so he had to go somewhere harder to escape
1: and that's what happened with Yoko so he could <laughs> pay his penance for the his yeah, yeah life yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, that was penance. <laughs> if we're uh, going to
1: feel it every single day I'll marry Yoko <coughs> sorry Yoko <laughs> but not that you'll ever watch this video um, um, but, but that, that took some from, to get to that point in that drum what I'm going to say is whoever, whoever found that clue you need to get life because that fucking took a lot of effort to get to that I mean do you go
0: do you go straight to the drum with a mirror held horizontally or do you go inch by inch of the album cover horizontally but you want to do so after you've gone inch by inch of the album cover vertically with a mirror but the f- like I
1: mean to find that that was like some some mental logic shit going on yeah because when I've done the mental test they've, they've given me some like really mad pictures to look at and which one of these is out of sync compared to the other sixteen that seen, like, oh, you seem What? like I've never once gone, let me get my mirror out, you know? Yeah <laughs> not once. So for me,
0: there was searching so, for something. But could this be going back to the viral campaign where rumours word of mouth like this whole conspiracy theory started by word of mouth from London and then work two years later word of mouth by American campuses. So could it just be some like some Somebody's at a party and they go, "Oh, yeah, I work at, I work at EMI. Uh, have, have you tried uh, hole in a mirror across the horizontally across no, the drum? That's, that's not what happens, you know." And then that spreads and that just to keep it alive, they just often drop something in. And I, I mean, I can see that happening. Like I can see that happening in. Have you, know, you noticed Paul's the only one on the block instrument? Just saying. Like I work there. I, I'm, I'm not allowed to speak about it. just. just make your own mind up, you've not, you noticed that though which I could buy that but hold a mirror up to this because we've designed it in a certain way no, no, no that, that's
1: and think that's of, bollocks and think of like, what Paul, so basically Paul was meant to have had the idea of the Sergeant Pepper's band, Lord the Hearts Club band, ban, mm-hmm. he meant to have been his idea think of how he must have sat down and gone what can get a specific messaging through a mirror that sounds like a real word that I could sell as a record album and gone Yeah, if you put this together it it gives the date I died and that he died. Yeah. Think think of the shit he must have had to have gone through if that's purposeful to go that's probably harder to do than debunking the, yeah, yeah. In the mirror, to go yeah. how could I make this happen? It's like it's Imagine just, the imagine the thought process It's not so much
0: the, the incredibility of... of- of discovering it it's
1: the level of intellect that went into making it mm. can you imagine how long that must have taken like just to go yeah I'm gonna implant this message upside down that must have taken an incredible amount these guys are Freemasons this is the Beatles yeah yeah. <laughs> they would smash up the tits or, or it could be MI5 <laughs> oh yeah, of course yeah. you know don't forget that
0: um, anyway next one cause so knows. the back of the Sgt Pepper's Lonely Art Club yeah. album. Uh, so, the the back of it was the first time an album ever had the song lyrics on the outside. Yes. Right. Okay. Um, and as of as a picture underneath the lyrics, has a picture of all four band members. Three of them are facing forward. Yep. One of them has his back to the picture. Yeah. Oh, back to the back to you as you're looking at it. Can you guess which one that is? <laughs> Yoko. <Yorker>. No. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, Paul is the one back. Paul has his back to everybody while the other three. John Ringo and Paul are yeah. looking at. John Ringo and. John Ringo, Paul and. I can't remember the four fucking people, no. You're not even going to weld me out, are you? <laughs> um, John Ringo and the other one are facing forward and Paul's got his back. George! George, George Harrison! It's fucking George Harrison, yeah.
1: I made him yeah, wait for that. Yeah, I know you did. i oh, am look at <laughs> you like. You bastard, oh, exactly. you're just smiling at me.
0: Fuck you, dickhead. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so John, Ringo and George are looking... If you hold the album in front, the uh, back of the album, a bit back John, Ringo and George are looking at you and Paul's got his back to you. Yep. Uh, that's, again, further proof that Paul's dead and there's only three Beatles left.
1: Okay. It couldn't just be artistic impression. It couldn't just be... Uh, why does that mean he's dead? <laughs> I've also... Do you remember what's the story... I've just reported my research. <laughs> remember what's the story of Morning Glory? mm mm-hmm. In front of the cover of like that. We've got... Well even though it's a standing, you got Noah walking one way and Liam walking another. But yeah, but that, was, that was a reference to Paul being dead
0: was the album come on that. I have seen that come up as well, that the Oasis um uh, widely they, they considered the second coming of the Beatles and they knew the truth.
1: But Liam's dead. No. Yeah. Really?
0: They were um, referencing that they knew Paul's dead. Did, well, I've seen that come up on, on the forums of I mean I know the Wonder
1: over video you see lots of backs of heads and stuff, there? But but anyway, but why does that mean anything other than he's got his back to people. Why does it have to mean anything? You said the Beatles. <laughs> Look at the fucking front cover, it's a mind fuck anyway. What's the difference in sticking that on the back? Um,
0: just, sorry, I put my notes out of order, but jumping back to the front cover again. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paul's wearing on his left hand, left arm, Yeah. Uh, there's a patch that says OPD on it. It
1: doesn't say OPD. Right, uh,
0: that's, you know, like in America, you have DOA means dead on arrival. Uh, over here we have a, uh, officially pronounced dead. Mm-hmm. So OPD is supposed to be this patch that says OPD is supposed to be officially
1: pronounced dead. But there's about six different pictures of them with different poses and you can clearly see it says OPP. Yep, yeah, do you know what actually OPP means?
0: Ontario Provincial Police. It was a was 1965 tour of Canada. Yeah, they it was. given a- it by the police, so yeah, it uh, yeah. wore it as a, as a thank you. So. Mm. It's just the angle of the photo that you can't see the the P clearly. Do you want to so you gotta assume it's a D.
1: What would have been really funny is if these guys knew that there was this all this thing going around and went, we're gonna purposefully fuck with all you traps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know this wasn't the best photo, even though you can see OPP in all... In every single other one, you can see OPP. We're going to put
0: this one that makes it look like D. Officially That's
1: pronounced dead. Purposefully. Right the fuck with all you guys. But,
0: again, going up and looking the at... Honestly, um, <laughs> what you want to see. Even if you take that photo and it says OPD, right, that means officially pronounced dead, like DOA, a dead on arrival kind of thing. But you're ignoring the rest of the patch. Yeah, exactly. That has the Ontario province flag on there. So why was it? According to the rumor or the theory, he died driving up the M1. Why in, in England? Why would he have officially pronounced dead in and then the flag of Ontario? He won't officially pronounced dead in Ontario. Wouldn't it be the the a UK flag underneath there, the Union Jack or something, or the St George's Cross because he died in England? But no, no, officially pronounced. To me, if you read the whole patch, and you say, we take P.D. is officially pronounced dead." That, and you have got the flag. Of it, that says it officially pronounced dead in Ontario, Canada. Not officially pronounced dead in on his way out of London. Maybe on that's what? another
1: conspiracy. Didn't die in London. He <coughs> died in Canada. Yeah. Canada. yeah. Maybe that's a new one. Not, we're not so of to
0: yet. me, it's just like, oh, we'll take these these three letters, but we'll ignore the rest of the patch. Correct. Right, yeah. So. Um, Again,
1: seeing what you want to see to fit the narrative that you want in your own mind. Um, top. Moving on to the songs of Sergeant Pepper. Oh, Jesus, okay. I've not done any investigation on songs, but let me see uh, if she can remember them. Um, so, uh, the
0: song on Sergeant Pepper uh, also contained disturbing references to an untimely death. One number in particular seems to allude to the car crash which supposedly took Paul's life. Um, and the lyrics go, he blew his mind out in a car, he didn't notice that the lights had changed, a crowd of people stood and stared, they'd seen his face before.
1: Uh, that...
0: So say, say that look again. He blew his mind out in a car, he didn't know he said the lights had changed. A crowd of people stood and stared, they'd seen his face before.
1: Um,
0: that was about Tara Brown. Apparently it's about Paul McCartney dying in a car crash. But, none, the bit that gets me on this, right, is that the, theory, the original theory is he left EMI Studios angry, Drove off angrily in ice conditions, lost control of the car and de- decapitated himself, right? Yeah. These lyrics says he didn't notice that the lights had changed. Apparently he died on a motorway. There are no lights. There's no traffic lights on a motorway, so how could he not notice the lights had changed? Or is that referencing that the, the button going down this route and he didn't notice?
1: Well, actually, in my notes, I've got like a really just randomly placed um, comment and I didn't even know why I wrote it, but it worked perfectly with that song. Is John Lennon said, in, he specifically said, Tara didn't blow his brains out, but it was in my mind when I was writing that verse. John Lennon said to Hunter Davis, and who Tara Brown is, Mr. Tara Brown is 21, he's the heir to part of the Guinness Fortune, and he died in hospital yesterday after a car crash at the junction of Redcliffe Square in Redcliffe Garden, South Kensington. So, He was writing a song about the heir to the Guinness, to Guinness. See that, 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 bit that, that obituary Uh, died in hospital
0: yesterday after a crash in his car at the junction of Radcliffe Square and Radcliffe Gardens, South Kensington. That fits with his lyrics that he didn't notice lights had changed, a crowd of people suddenly stared they'd seen his face before. So I'm assuming being a rich millionaire or, or an heir to the Guinness fortune yeah. is you've been on tv you've been in papers or magazines or whatever it's kind of like i've seen his face but i can't quite place him well john said he wrote it about him no but he i'm saying people at the scene Yeah, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. i recognize that guy but i can't quite place him seeing his face where he's like fuck that's paul mccartney
1: well no paul was decapitated well yeah,
0: yeah right. but, but
1: so there, there's paul mccartney is that his head you know yeah yeah but no sorry
0: so this no. yeah that bitch you give you there yeah, yeah. fits he blew his mind out in a car he didn't notice that the lights have changed junction of Radcliffe Road and whatever Radcliffe Junction a crowd of people suddenly stared they'd seen his face before kind of says he was famous and people recognised him but they didn't know where they recognised yeah, him from yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, to me that fits that
1: right um, moving I, on to the I, second I, album Magical Mystery Tour ooh crazy I Am The Walrus album yes yeah. I love that. Uh,
0: on the front cover, the four beetles are dressed up in animal costumes and masks on. Yes. And it's said on the front beetle is Paul, dressed as a walrus in black, in a crucifixion pose, with his arms out like this. Now, there's a lot of speculation that the walrus is a symbol of death in Roman mythology, in Dutch mythology and Eskimoan mythology.
1: Um, apart from, the walrus is John Lennon. <laughs> because if you, the, the TV series shows it's John Lennon. you got Paul playing the bass, but the walrus is John. And I know that John says Paul is the walrus, but it it was, I think John, I think um, when Paul, had got when John had got clean from being a heroin addict, he said it was like a, is it a go anywhere gift? I can't, there's a specific, let me see if I've got a quote because he said something along the lines of, um, uh, let's have a look. So John Lennon said, "Thought we said it in Playboy magazine. He said, the one that contributed to Paul McCartney is dead, uproar, because the of it said, the Wallace is Paul. Yeah. And John said, yeah, that line was a joke, you know. The line was put in partly because I was feeling guilty because I was with Yoko and I knew I was finally high and dry. In a perverse way, I was sort of saying to Paul, here, have this crumb, have this illusion, have this the stroke because I'm leaving you. Mm-hmm. That's what John Lennon specifically said in Playboy magazine. So the fact that he said that he he was the walrus. He admitted he was the walrus, but said, "I just said it was Paul as a goodbye." The what goes with the death clue here is that
0: um, there's a 24-page booklet that came out with the um, LP when the Walsh was released. Okay. And on the fr- on the second page, I think there's. Um, John says, I, I am the walrus, and then Nic- Nicholas, Nicola, or Nicola, where he says, um, no, you're not. And that's proof that John isn't the walrus. John's the walrus in the film, but there's it's repeated three times, Shortly, 24-page booklet, where uh, I am the walrus, and she says, no, you're not, and laughs at him. Um, and that's proof that John is only the walrus in the film to cover up Paul being dead. Um,
1: not according to John himself.
0: I think you're grasping at straws there, and I think... I mean, John yeah. himself... Jo- John himself came out
1: and went, no, no, it's not, no, right. it's not. He said, once i got clean, because clearly it had to be fucking mental to write. I have a Because that is some crazy... I, love I think you could argue that he Northern. was... Northern. It's genius. He it it was say. high as fuck
0: when he wrote it, and then when he got sober he gave that comment, so he didn't even know what state of mind he was in, or what he was thinking when he wrote it.
1: Well, probably not probably not
0: it's, it's, it's a convenient answer after the fact uh, yes but I, when I wrote it to mean Paul's dead and he's the walrus but then I realised 20 years later all oh, this is still so continuing like no, no no actually what I wrote was about me leaving him for York I mean and th- there is some of that isn't there I mean obviously yeah. there is some of this that this is like revision of history
1: but I think we've seen before um, this album came after so therefore, if the first album sounded like Pepper's on well, the Hearts Club Band, if we're saying, this coincidence, if most of it's explainable away, mm-hmm. away, did they then go, well, actually, we're not talking about Paul's death from that one, because it's all explainable. We're going to start talking about it from the Magical Mystery Tour instead. Um, just seems illogical to me. The fact that Paul's come out and I mean, said...
0: the other side of it, the Magical Mystery Tour, it's a fucked up drug juice Like... You watch that, and you feel like you have taken drugs, even though you aren't.
1: Uh, yeah, and those costumes were made in Poundland. I mean, so they're so awful. You could put alt in there to. I mean, I wish I
0: was. With if, them. You're <laughs> gonna, if you're gonna hide it, if you're gonna hide, if you're gonna tell the world that Paul's dead, wouldn't you put it out in a nonsensical drug-induced fucking film? Yeah, but the thing is though, if you are trying to get the word so. Because mind. that's the easiest way to hide it. Like we you, you, you can't say this hi, mate. I wrote it, I don't know what I'm about. And then twenty years later go,
1: Oh no, 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 and that's not what it were about. But it depends, let's put it back into a into a single idea. So if if the Beatles were genuinely trying to get their message out that Paul had been replaced by another Paul and they were feeling guilty about it um, and they wanted people to truly know that that's what's gonna be the case, there's many, many easier ways to get that message out than there is to put Really abstract um, messages into, mm-hmm. into into places, um, into songs, uh, and have people but, to try and. Cl- but they couldn't just come out and say it because they were scared of Mi Five,
0: so they had to put it in subliminal weird ways that relied on you
1: playing these ten seconds of this track backwards. So let me ask you: a question. <laughs> Is Jeff down the street who lives in a lives in his mum's basement? eating chicken wings with mirrors on the sides of the house, club band um, smarter than MI5 because if he could work it out MI5 would have been going oi dickheads you sort this shit out. Yeah, I yeah. know.
0: <laughs> I know what you're doing. But it's got to Stop the point it right now. It's got to the point where he's too far out of the box. Pandora's box being then my 5 can't put it back in now. Even with their amazing uh, skills. It's, the shot. These plastic it's why they shot John, right? That's it's, why, it why it's why they shot John. I get it. I no, get it had nothing to do with the mockingbird or whatever mm. the book would call the it. They fucking
1: shot John to shut him up from his magical mosquito. Yeah, I yeah. It. that's uh, it. That's uh, it. Right. Anyway, um, sorry. I'm fucking shy. No, but realistically, John Lennon... Even Paul McCartney's come out and things are said. Me and William Life Campbell? Yes. <laughs> in Life magazine, I even think he said, if I can find the quote, he even said, it was John. He was the... John was the walrus. walrus. He said, yeah, yeah, he said, it uh, is John not me dressed in black on the cover inside a magical mystery tour. So he even said, it's John. John Lennon's come out and said, it's me, but I said it was Paul just because it's an ode to say goodbye. Yeah. You no, know, So if you've got two Beatles saying, it wasn't even Paul, why are we? Why am I sit here with you talking about
0: whether that, it was Paul or not, yeah,
1: when two of them come out and say, oh, and it wasn't Paul. Yeah, I think just because we can't
0: prove it was, that's what gets this, like, you can go, you can go, two Beatles come out and said that it's not him, well, William Campbell and John and say that to keep it covered up, because they can't speak out openly, so right. they're saying it, it. So it Get buys it. into that confirmational bias.
1: Clearly, clearly I'm wrong you can know what I
0: mean I'm no I'm saying from the mind of someone who's looking for these clues yeah yeah
1: I mean you've got to find what
0: you look for you, you find what you look for and you go, well we mean, you can sit and go well Paul McCartney and John Lennon have said it's John Lennon in the suit we've no way of knowing yeah but you don't know who's in the suits we've no way of knowing it's in the suit. like Paul McCartney, you were Paul McCartney, I was putting him camera and John Lennon's just saying it because he can't openly say that we're right Okay, I'm gonna say this he then He was leaving the clues for us to...
1: He was telling us in, in, in clues but he can't openly say it because they'll be in trouble I'm gonna say this then, it was the monkeys dressed up as the Beatles in the in the of magical Commons I I'm gonna say, it's like not even it. the, it so. the fucking Beatles could be anybody What
0: even the fucking Beatles? <laughs> exactly They were smacked off the tits that day, didn't turn up for, fil- <laughs> for photo session so they just got some fucking
1: interns and some floor staffing Watch Susan and took a picture like, that'll fucking do. And uh, do you reckon it was that there was like, right, the Beatles, we are gonna do a, a a video, it's like, they've not turned up, we've got all this camera crew, we can't lose this money. But you don't want all the Beatles, you do not have Paul's fucking plastic surgeon. Shit, what we're gonna do? Like right, Well there's a fancy dress store next quick, door. exactly. Go and get some shit off! <laughs> can you imagine Can you
0: imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine the photography you've you've been booked in? You're gonna for, you're gonna take the photo. For the front album of a Beatles fucking TV special. Like, in 1969, Beatles on <laughs> that, like, fuck it, I'm gonna go photograph the Beatles tomorrow. You get to it, you get all your shit set up, you looking forward to meeting, the Beatles, it's gonna be a story tell your grandkids, and the Beatles don't turn up because they're smacking off the tits. And you got
1: Brenda the Cleaner going, how do I don't get this
0: out? <laughs> I can't breathe, shut the fuck up, Brenda, put your arms on. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's probably how that album cover played out. That is 100% how that album cover played you know, out. I, in, in my head now, I've got a now in my head where John's in an opium den. <laughs> Paul doing coke at some party with models. Um, Ringo's still in a loft. <laughs> R- R- Ringo's in a loft playing with trains. <laughs> Not realising what time of day it is. And George is... A big, and big George big is big. just fucked off his tits in a hippie commune. <laughs> And none of them realised they were supposed to go at this photo shoot today. Exactly. So they got Brenda the Cleaner, Dave the fucking Intern, <laughs> Alan the fucking Maintenance Man and Steve the Janitor, and what costumes on, and gonna got from fucking fancy dress store next door, and went down who day like, yeah, I thought, I thought I got the Beatles album. <laughs> Did you meet the Beatles? No. <laughs> <laughs> who was under those costumes? That
1: is 100% how that
0: happened. That story, is as believable as, well, no, no, John and Paul are saying it, not then, because it's... that
1: story is more logical and likely... Than this death clue. Than this, I've got my arms out like the Christ in the crucifix. Um, I'm the only black one out of three white ones to symbolise death and... We've cracked it. (laughs) We can stop recording right now and we've cracked this. (laughs) We've caught you at long left, Paul. We've caught you
0: can't put them all over our eyes anymore. Doing, doing coke with those fucking Vogue models when you should have been doing an album shoot. I'm, we know the truth.
1: You know what? You know what? I'm disappointed.
0: Does that believe that? Does that believe?
1: I'm very disappointed. Anyway, let's get on to the next one. So
0: we've, we've just cracked that up. We've figured out what the walrus was. Um, but going back to this, um, to the album my. Misman- uh, the Magical Mystery Tour came with a 24-page booklet. Yeah. Right? I'm going to go back to something we mentioned right at the beginning, right? Okay. Uh, so, page two of the booklet has Paul um, sat in front of a de- uh, sat
1: behind a desk, and the sign in front of him mm-hmm. says, I was. But think of the picture in between going, I, you, was. Because there's is, is is a picture... There's an old was it World War Two? We need. Yeah, they're you. in like uh, Britain needs you kind yeah, yeah, of Uncle yeah. Sam type pic. But there's a picture um, of that saying "You" underneath. So I you was. That's what it really. No, was. no, it's
0: just there's just, just a thing in front of him that says "I was on his. don't you no. get like Mr. Paul McCartney on the desk. That's not true. Um, no, I've seen the picture. It says
1: "I". That picture of the guy going,
0: you... No, no, I've, I've seen the picture it's just like... You know what you get like on a desk where it says uh, Mr Paul McCartney on front of a desk or something? Yeah. It just says, I was at the front of the desk. I need to look at this. I'm sure I saw um, something else. I'm, I'm Googling for the second time today. So, <laughs> um, to, yeah, he, he sat in like World War II military um, attire? Uniform? Oh, uh, like some Brigadier commander or something. Maybe World War One. Sorry, more than World War Two, I think. But uh, yeah, the side front that just says "I was on the desk." It's like one of those signs. You know, you've got to get signed, but but that big that says "Mr. Paul McCartney." Damn it!
1: I can't find the picture. Um. Um. Let me see if I can find it. No, I'm no. pretty sure that it had the I, that picture, and then was on the end of it. Just wonder. It's in my history. Oh, um, look at his history. Because
0: it's one. It won't in my history. because uh, I put on my PC, not my phone. Yeah, there we are i found the website. alright so um, I'm, I'm going to put. I'll put this picture up on screen. Actually, now, um, when I get down to it, um, I put this picture on screen while I show Craig it. Um, where's it gone? Let's get through all the fucking Sergeant Pepper shit first. It's a good website. What you phone there? Um, yeah, look look who's okay. in the middle yeah but look you I, oh you yeah was. yeah 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 I you was alright yep yeah, I stand corrected I'll put that that'll be on screen back there now Um yeah I didn't see the you in it I just thought I was this I want you kind of thing yeah I you was ok didn't
1: see that so really it says I you was yeah what does um, I you was mean is it a pissed up yeah it means so if you, if you look at it as a picture from left to right as we read standard English, I, you, you was. was. Take that picture away and he goes, I was. That's what people see, but they're not seeing the
0: full picture. Well, the mention, was that picture you just pointed out, I didn't know it was in there, of, of like the, um, mm. it's the World War Two.
1: It's one of the World War, I'm sure, I'm sure it's two going like, we need you for the war. Britain
0: needs you, can yeah, yeah, yeah. say? It. It's kind of like that old that Uncle Sam needs yeah, you yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of thing yeah, in yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry. Now, they point out another shot from the same scene that you can see on page 14 of the book shows Paul from a slightly different angle and it just so happens that there's a pointing hand in the recruiting poster just above his head.
1: We've already discussed. So we're going back to the
0: hand above the head again. And I
1: can't see a single piece of evidence that suggests that's anything to do with death.
0: A hand also appears above Paul's head in the cartoon on page 15. Okay. Again in the photo on page 18 and yet again on the photo in page 24
1: so what about all the uptake photos that we didn't see and there's no evidence at all so firstly we've discussed there's no evidence it means death there are going to be i'm not a big you know coincidence happened right now could it be a coincidence. It's more likely for me that this is coincidental than anything else. Or is it? We're very aware of this particular narrative going around that Paul's dead. Let's fuck with people. Let's keep putting a hand over his head. And yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, because let's my next my next note is
0: what? that no other beetle is ever shown with a hand over his head anywhere in the Magical Mystery Tour, or for that matter, on any of a Beatles uh, any of Beatles album. Hmm. So. And any album cover or any anywhere in the magical mystery talk or any of the album covers, any published photo, Paul, no, no. Beatle ever has a hand above his head in any published photo
1: of the Beatles apart from Paul. In unpublished photos of Sarge Peppers Long Hearts Club band, you got Ringo Star with one above his head. But that wasn't published. It wasn't published. So this is
0: this is the death clue in that, from this is what we're sixty eight at this point, I think okay so let's let's put let's put this in so for s- a year you had and nothing ever <coughs> Beatles, but was published as a hand above a Beatles head only Paul has a hand above his head okay
1: so let's let's just okay let's just say for the sake of arguments that I cannot sit here and debunk that Paul is the only one with a hand above his head what we have shown is all the other stuff that's been talked about so far we can say is explainable mm-hmm. comfortably explainable um, the hand above his head we've also I've also said unless people could show me wrong it doesn't mean anything in regards to it doesn't mean death yeah, I mean it, it
0: means death in Eastern mythology but the only proof I can find that it does is in relation to a Paul McCartney photograph
1: so but if we take that into, into a singular context because the rest of it we talked it away Paul McCartney's got a hand above his head in lots of pictures even if the hand means death it doesn't mean the conspiracy of him being dead is true, it just means death no, following no, 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 around
0: no, no <laughs> but the, no, no, the, the, the theory the thinking behind this is that this is the rest of the Beatles telling us he's dead,
1: yeah but that has to be tied in with all other parts of the conspiracy just someone going he's dead with a hand above his head just them saying he's dead, I, I think this is just, they, they heard, oh Paul's
0: got his hand over his head, that means he's dead and they went, do you know what None of us gets thought, oh, we're not above red anymore. We're just going to keep doing it with Paul. and just take the piss. It means we're just laughing. having a laugh. It's just an in-joke with a band. But it just wind up, oh, these, these crazies or our fans will just wind up. We'll keep doing more ammunition, and remember, more fuel. Because
1: remember, Paul McCartney even came out in 77, 7, 967, they told about the rumours. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then they didn't go away.
0: And then 69, when he went, oh, this rumour's blown up, I
1: oh, fuck off, I dealt that two years ago. Um, so... Yeah, so I, I I think this is just the band taking the piss. I, I think so too. Possibly so, but it means nothing. If it's not the band taking the piss, it's just coincidence. Alright, so
0: we're staying with a twenty-four-page mag uh, twenty-four-page book, really Is there a fucking
1: conspiracy another page or something? What's going on? Uh there's a two pa- there's a two-page spread
0: okay. that shows the band performing the song I'm the walrus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright. Um Oh, look, uh, I kept this in on my notes because they call themselves clue hunters
1: <laughs>
0: ok so clue hunters are you a clue hunter at home? no it's that Even not. Paul is the only band member not wearing any shoes
1: but ok Paul often takes his shoes off because it gets warm and he likes to have it, he's just comfortable with his shoes off We have talked about this before I,
0: I very rarely wear shoes. I, I put my shoes on when I go out. The rest of the time, I've got my shoes on now, but that's only spot, Well, for 10 minutes for you arrive I had to go out and buy beer because my my home really didn't turn up.
1: Um, a good reason to wear shoes. But yeah, he, he's he's come. But right, I'm going to be barefoot everywhere, so. Um, and so he even so, he's even said stuff like this. Um, he said, uh, like like Abbey Road, I was walking barefoot because it was hot. It's like no. he likes to just take his shoes off. Yeah, he's got he have got it in many. Do you know there's loads of other video, shots of him barefoot. Yeah, I mean I, I have
0: I have horrible feet. My 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 feet just sweat profusely. So You're I such a catch budget. I, I am I am. So I don't like if I've got socks on and then my shoes on. My, my shoes fucking stink. So any opportunity I get, I take my shoes and socks off, just to let my feet breathe and not get because my feet get. I'm sat here I've got shoes on now, but I'm sitting here and I feel perfectly all right, but my, feel, my feet feel sweaty. Don't be fair, I, I don't take your fucking shoes and so no, fall around. No, but, so I don't like that, so I don't, I don't wear shoes, so the my feet can't get sweaty. That's my logic on it. And you guys are really needed to. And I, and I feel really, I feel comfortable without shoes on, I feel comfortable barefoot. Um, so yeah, I'd buy Paul's explanation on this. So do I. Um, but. Go out to the national audience, so I kept this fact in. Um, the fact is not wearing any shoes is supposed to be symbolic of the fact that corpses in England are buried without shoes. Has
1: he got a toe tag on?
0: Um, I've never heard of people being buried without shoes on.
1: When my grandparents buried wearing shoes?
0: My granddad, my grandma, my auntie were buried. We provided shoes, my fiance's grandfather you provide a nice suit to them in on the the favourite clothes or something.
1: Maybe in cremation you don't wear shoes. Obviously,
0: yeah, but possibly. um yeah, I've never heard of that, that fact before. I've never heard of that fact before, but yeah, apparently according to clue hunters, the fact he's not wearing shoes it's symbolic that um corpses in England are buried without shoes. So this isn't even go about cremation, they said it was buried. That's not, not true. True. That's not true. That's not true. That's No, it's not true, yeah. Because people the the favourite dress or the favourite clothes or jewelry, yeah. um, anything yeah are you to do what if, if it's going to be an open casket you put them in a nice suit with a pair of dress shoes and
1: yeah I, I've never known of a, a cadaver with bare feet yeah I, I don't know um, but and if it happens it might happen irregularly but it's not but it's not, not, it's not, not a, not a, a yeah. it's not a cultural thing no, in no, no, I've never heard of that before um, you want only barefoot when they have got the toe tag on
0: but In that photo where he's barefoot, his shoes are visible off to the side, positioned directly above the page number 13. So? Yeah, they don't expand on that. They just say that.
1: (laughs) There has to be a page 13, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And also it appears if the shoes are red-stained. Mm. like they're covered in blood from his car crash
1: two things right so, so this
0: is going to the Abbey Road thing of I mean, he was barefoot because he's dead well it's talking about shoes and his shoes he's barefoot and the Iron his picture because he's dead and his shoes at the side cover stained red
1: not necessarily stained red so. there's, there's,
0: there's a little bit of red underneath and looking at the picture I thought it was just a bit of
1: bleeding from 1960s printing techniques or alternatively the bass drum was bright red under in the sun Mm-hmm. Needs to be a reflection. Um, and two, shoes. So we've got we've got two. Or, perfectly fine examples there. Oh, thirdly, most notably the hybrid shoes.
0: No, the black shoes, but there's a red couple of red pixels on the photo Mr. underneath. Right. And if you look at if you look at like thoughts from the sixties and seventies, they're quite pixelated to what right. we have now. So I'm just wondering if it's a bit of pixelation in the in the light, you know, p- p- pixelation in the. I'm, a bleed in the printing.
1: And so, let me ask you a simple question: If, were, if I was trying to signify a pole dead, why would I make his shoes red?
0: No, they're not red. They're just the, the look, like the stain. But the picture around it, around the black shoes, the, the setting around them is very, very brown. It's like a brown concrete with a brown scribbling behind it. So, okay. So the idea was so I s- can see the red bleeding through in the print,
1: if that makes sense. So it signifies. It's supposed to signify his death with blood from him on his mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about... Because I think it's just a printing error. I mean, if I was trying to make it as obvious as possible, I'd be going, let's give him a white shirt with loads of... Well, they couldn't make it obvious, cos semi-five would take him out. Oh, so
0: they had to be sublimely and... and that pesky but of but only the intelligent, well-thinking fans all, all know. It's Get for it. the elite few, this is...
1: I must be a dumb fucker. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. So for many fans the photograph on page twenty three of the Mistor booklet was the one that really convinced them something was funny was going on. Okay. Paul is wearing a black rose and the other Beatles are wearing red roses. The black rose obviously symbolised death. <laughs>
1: um So this this was one of the things where I, I didn't buy the response. So the, the they said they ran out of red roses, and that's why we were a black rose. Yeah. But yeah, was holding a bouquet of red roses. Yeah. So, I can't explain that. Yeah,
0: doesn't mean he's dead, though. No, he's dead, but yeah, the, he's wearing the black one. This is going back to the front of Sgt. Mm-hmm. Pepper's, where they're all holding gold instruments, and he's holding the black one. Yeah. In Mystery Magical Tour, mm-hmm. they're all wearing red roses, and he's wearing a black one. It's oh, I don't know where that's, that's the only one we had. We ran out of red roses, but he gets handed a bouquet of red roses I mean, they, during the film while wearing the black one. Let's, let's and see. he was director of the film, so. Oh, yeah. so you said you can't get one more red rose or you've not got enough red
1: roses but were the roses that they were re- <coughs> wearing were they um, real roses or plastic roses
0: they were the same roses as the bouquet were they? I don't know if they were real or plastic but they were the same ones that made up the bouquet
1: well I can't really explain that way
0: so, and to me just yeah I can't explain that way like, you run out of red roses but you got hold a bouquet but you just so happen to have a black rose about Okay, so let's just... Not one single black rose lying about
1: So put it to context then, so he lied about the red rose. Mm-hmm. Let's just say he's lying, mm-hmm. and therefore mm-hmm. he chose to wear a black rose. For whatever reason, he chose to wear a black rose. Does him, going, I'm going to lie about the red one, which is a bit naughty, to wear a black one, does that signify he's dead? Does that
0: signify he's putting a secret mesh in at someone? I can buy that, does it seem like then? I mean what I'm thinking of, like, the way I go with this now is what I'm thinking of is like um, footballers celebrating goals,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right, um, so we have, uh, we're both Leeds United fans, <coughs> so at the moment Patrick Bamford, when he scores, he does that, mm-hmm. right, and he's been doing that for like a year or so, I was going, what the fuck are you doing, what's that about, and he recently came out on Instagram and said that, oh it's uh, It's it's supposed to symbolise a lightning bolt for some um, climate change campaign group or something. Whatever it is, yeah. Right? So he's kind of sending a symbolic message to someone he believes in. Was Paul sending a symbolic message to, you know, maybe it's like, oh, do you know what, mum, you're going to see me on TV tomorrow, I'll wear the black rose just for you. If that was the case, he would have said it. You know, um, it came out of the bullshit. Yeah, shit. yeah, it came out of bullshit. He just, it just yeah. said, but maybe we to keep that secret. Like I know, like the um, in in metal and rock, you get the the devil horns. Yeah, thing. the ram. Yeah. yeah, do you know where that came from? The devil. Nope. Jesus. It was a. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name now. And the comments are gonna rip me apart or prove me right. But um, it was a guy on top of the pops. A guitar on top of the pops. Um, that live with his nan. Alright. So he did that to the camera to say hello to his nan. <coughs> and that then became ram horns and, and a symbol of metal. Fair enough. When it was just like, so every metal head you see in the world going like that and moshing.
1: Say hello to the And saying hello
0: to the nan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, basically that means hello, man.
1: You've ruined rock for
0: me. <laughs> so, you know, like, maybe it was some I love you message. Like, Freddie Mercury put stuff in his songs um for his wife and never divulged them while they were alive because they were just for him and her and personal. That's fine. Maybe it's a personal thing and he's lied about it because it's a, uh, oh yeah, there were no red roses, so go away, leave me alone and I don't want to, I shouldn't have to tell you that I, this is a personal message to me and my wife and well, maybe. I don't want to share it because if I share it, it stops being hers. Even if it was something more insidious
1: and, and there was something happening, we probably don't know about it, but it doesn't mean that it's. I'm signifying I've died. Or, because we've shown so many other things don't make a yeah, sense, yeah. Yeah. This son basically stands alone on his own saying, I'm wearing a black rose. To take away the rest of it, it doesn't mean anything. Other than he's wearing a black rose and the others are wearing red. He could have yeah. just done it saying, I feel like the black sheep. I feel yeah, different. I feel a lot shape of the band. I'm not um, being listened
0: to artistically, or
1: because he had so many infighting going on. Like yeah, said yeah. I'm different. I'm, I'm not like the rest of the Fighting for ages. Right, so we have to
0: shoot through these now to about five percent of my phone here. Um,
1: That's not good. Um, so,
0: uh, Strawberry Fields. Yep. Yeah. If you listen to a certain part of it backwards,
1: um, <laughs> I buried Paul. Yep, yeah, I buried Paul at the end. But we do know on the Beatles on the beatles anthology to alternate take
0: oh this is a remastered track yes.
1: no the alternate take so it's it's they, they had hold of the original yeah but then they, 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 they basically re realized <clears throat> it and when you hear it clear as day it says cranberry sauce yeah clear as day it's, it's not even it's good I've heard cranberry sauce it, it sounded very, very similar when it was muffled and distorted yeah
0: but it, it, it um clear the, as day the clue hunters dismissed that second take of cranberry sauce because that's that's a remastered track and the covering up
1: but it's not a remastered track because they used the original sauce <laughs> um, it's clear as day clear as day um, during the fade out at the end voices can be heard from the
0: final lines of act four scene six of Shakespeare's play King Lear, the death of Oswald. But what sounds like a much more specific reference Paul can be heard by playing the section of this section of I Am the Walrus backwards. An eerie chorus of voices can be heard chanting something that sounds very much like Paul is dead, ha, Paul is dead, ha. This death clue was actually demonstrated in primetime on ABC's evening news by reporter
1: Peter Jennings. So I think the King Lear thing I've heard before, um they were just being really artistic. It was just on in the background. I went, let's get it in. Yeah. And
2: that,
1: but nothing more. Yeah. I mean, what more? <laughs> I, I mean, what, what, what else do you want I to think say? I'm to
0: debunk these quickly now because I'm running out of time on my phone. But, uh, so, going to the White Album, as S- I mentioned earlier. Send me your list.
1: I'll get it on my phone. Um, email. Anyway,
0: back to where we were. Back to where we were. <laughs> um, so, moving on to the White Album, which I explained earlier is not actually called the White Album. It's just referred to as the White Album because it's the white cover, which is called Beatles. the Beatles yeah. in it. I do know. An untitled album, but yeah. Um, so Ringo Starr's first composition for the Beatles, Don't Pass Me By, includes a lyric which immediately caught the attention of distraught Beatles fans. Uh, those lyrics are, I'm sorry that I darried you. I was so unfair. You in a car crash and you lost your hair. I've read something about this as well.
1: Oh, shit, what did I read? Um... Why'd so lo- why they lose his hair? So, clue hunters take
0: this to mean that, I'm sorry that I doubted you, I was so unfair, is the referring to the argument at EMI Studios, in which Paul stormed out of and got in his car angry and drove off. At
1: 5am in the morning, what were the fuck yeah, you yeah. doing up at 5am in the morning yeah. and arguing in the studio? Yeah.
0: Right, <laughs> you in a car crash, is the crash that killed him, and you lost your hair is a reference to being decapitated. So I don't you say you lo- lost your head? Uh, because hair rhymes with unfair. So it was poetic license or rhyming if you like rhyming couplet um, so yeah the, the theory is I'm are, you, so
1: are you telling me that a, a musical genius can't think of something that rhymes with head
0: this is for ring star
1: yeah but they wrote
0: your submarine. but yeah um, I'm sorry that I died you I was so unfair Is supposed to be in relation to the argument they had at 5am in the studio in which Paul stormed out of you in a car crash relates to him dying and you lost your hair is. Referenced him being decapitated. He could have
1: said something like, "I'm sorry that I dealt with you and all the things I said." You bring in the car crash and now you have lost your head. You know he could have said so many other things that rhyme yeah. that meant he lost it, decapitated. That's I think that's grassroot straws. The thing, but
0: yeah, taken as that thing was, it's, I don't know that lyric is quite. Does, um, it, does it? Is he saying I'm aiming this at anybody? I think it's quite on the nose. To who, though? Right, no, if you, if you take this as this means... Right, let's take as the Clue Hunters are saying, let's give the benefit of the doubt. Nine for a second. What's the rest of the context <coughs> right. of the song, though? Um, I've already got that lyric of it, right? So, I'm sorry that dark died, you are so fair, yeah? That's very on-the-nose, like, oh, yeah, with argument, you in a car crash and you got decapitated, right? That's very on-the-nose saying this is what happened. No. Compared to all the rest of the... Subliminal, weird, slight references of a black rose. You know what I mean? Like all the other stuff, we, all the other dudes we've talked about is Paul's holding a black instrument, he's got a black rose, he's, he's got a hand above his head, he's barefoot. Very oblique references, whereas this one is quite on the nose, If you're in that, no, what I'm not saying it is. The point I'm trying to make, I'm probably not putting across right here, is that. If you're
1: looking for it, you'll find it in that. No, no.
0: But what I'm all the other clues up to now of being symbolic or hinting and you have to find your own interpretation so you know the black instrument, the black rose, mm. the hand above the head, his bare foot, um, this one just kind of goes, oh yeah we're in an argument, you in a car crash and you lost your head, that's a bit on the nose, that's not what it says but, at all, no but if you going to, this is how they interpret it, but to me that's a bit on the nose, like if you've been this oblique and this pussy floating <laughs> around the whole thing for years, and then suddenly you just come straight out and say it. Like, this doesn't fit with did, the rest of the clues.
1: Did Ringo Starr know anybody with cancer? Or did Ringo Starr know anybody with alopecia? Or yeah. did he, um, you know, I mean, it doesn't say this is for Paul. He could be, in my opinion, if I read that, that if I just didn't know anything about this conspiracy and someone said to me to read that, I'm really sorry I wasn't fair to you. And now you've lost your hair. Could could lost your
0: hair be slang for um getting angry? Maybe, but if you take it in a You know like you get we get uh in term I'm just trying to think in in where we use language to uh, flower it in, in terms of, like, you know, um a horror film is hair Tearing raising. Tearing your hair out from Tearing anger. Tearing your hair uh, out from anger, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that... hair raising <laughs> you know. <coughs> you were in a car and you lost your hair, like you crossed your car and you got fucking angry, you tore your hair out over it. Is lost your hair being so it's so, so let me read it again
1: so it's says, uh, uh, don't i'm sorry that
0: i doubted you i was so unfair you in a car crash and you lost your hair that could be tearing your hair out that could be a counter patient it, but the point i tried to make was all the other clues that we've discussed so far tonight have been symbolic it's been a hand above their head it's been a, a black rose a black instrument it's been barefoot this one, it like this one is just like, oh Ringo Star straight up saying it. And like, well why why would all the other clues be symbolic? And this one just straight out says it. Mm. Like, and if the Beatles are that smart and that brilliant they've hid these clues, why would someone just cry and they go, Oh yeah, because it's Ringo's it's Ringo's first composition for the Beatles? So you're saying Ringo's not as smart as the rest of them then? He's he's oh. not clever enough to hide it or was he breaking ranks and just straight coming out and saying it? Or alternatively,
1: does it then mean that to the writing album back releasing music, he recorded it in silo, no one else knew about it, and he goes, right then, I've released some of the album, this is the first time you're all going to hear it. Because at some point, if I read that and I knew it's, John would go, er, Ringo. It's we're a not bit part- on the nose, I Like, yeah. right, let's say we're all of this conspiracy, <laughs> let's say we're all of this we're putting
0: black roses and... and yeah. There, at, really, that's a bit on the fucking you can't, ball, can't go
1: uh, John's dead
0: <laughs> you can't <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, go Paul died in the car sorry I agree with you and you crash your car lost your head
1: like dude come on with a bit we need to be subtle about this or we're going to get in trouble let's and and, and to be and to be very clear in the UK when someone says you've lost your head it means you've, you've gone mad you've gone crazy yeah, you've yeah. Just gone really angry yeah. you've become really really angry so if that's I mean I don't know what Liverpool is but it, it, you've lost your hair mate you know you're, it's like I've yeah, yeah. It. said like tearing your hair out yeah, is, yeah. Is, is frustration that to me is just I'm trying to think of and, and car crash doesn't
0: actually mean you crashed your car,
1: Ca- this, car this, crash, this could
0: be a car crash recording mate yeah yeah it's a fucking car crash <laughs> as in like it's horrific but and it's shit and it's awful I probably you can't is. stop <laughs> looking you need to keep looking because it's it's just, you know, or, you know, your your life has spiralled out of control. It's a fucking car crash. Yeah. So you could be saying, like, I'm sorry I argued with you. I'm sorry that I told you. Your life's shit and you need to get yourself in order. Um, And you're in a car crash. and then Your life is spiralling out of control. And you got so stressed out. And, stress and, off, yeah, and yeah. you got so fucking frustrated you were tearing your hair out of it just for telling you. So can I... So this could be, like I'm trying to be a friend to you and you're not, you're not answering. But
1: this is a perfect example of... We've sat here and given three or four different explanations about what that paragraph could mean. Yeah. Um, and if you're looking for something in a song, you'll find it.
0: Yeah. For me, this one sticks out like a sore thumb to me. Because like I said, we, we found three, four different examples of, of why it's not and what else it could mean. But for me, it sticks out like a sore thumb because all the others are symbolic and gestured. And, and that's right on the nose. And yeah. this is just like, it's there, Paul died, right? <laughs> Like what we, we we've been hiding this conspiracy for years, then we get the a retarded kid a crayon. <laughs> you know that's what wow. it feels like.
1: No, Ringo Starr is an
0: amazing guy, but if you're reading it this way, yeah, 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 then it's like and I didn't pass through the censors you know. I didn't pass through yeah, the filters, like you know, it would not even pass through John Lennon. But like, dude, we're trying to fucking, we're trying to let them know without telling them because we don't want to get MI5 watching us we need to be smart about this. and he's going Paul is dead I wrote lyrics <laughs> yellow thumb it, it, it does make it does make Ringo out to be a kind of idiot oh god that's going to go down really well <laughs> no I'm just saying so you're saying like John Lennon and George Harrison would pepper these clues all around and then Ringo's type to do it he goes Paul is dead in that car crash. You know And I'm really sorry if um So if I fed him with that impression I just realised how fucking my bad I was
1: was trying to get to
0: Pulled it up twice and I did it two more times cause It took him, him a while
1: to get- to I've dug this part down so for a penny, in for a pound <laughs> Off We're gonna be off YouTube in the first video Let's get to the next Moving one. on <laughs> um, Ding ding ding
0: So, side two of the album uh, has uh, the John Lennon song, I'm So Tired. Okay. Uh, A few seconds of obscure motoring can be heard between the end of this song and the beginning of the next song, Blackbird. Okay. The motoring doesn't seem to be any form of recognisable English sentence, but clue hunters who played this groove backwards heard something considerably more distinct. The voice of John Lennon intoning
1: the words, Paul is dead man, Miss him, miss him, miss him. So I automatically know. So uh, Mark Lewisham, who is... I uh, know that man. Yeah, so he he wrote about the Beatles and the stuff for the Beatles. <laughs> so he said in Rolling Stones magazine, the ending of I'm So Tired and also the ending of this session's second new song featured an obscure Lenin muttering in the Imsons. And what he actually said, because Lenin just muttered, was Monsieur, Monsieur... How about another one? In forward, when you respond, that it sounds like this, but he just said Monsieur. So you said
0: he muttered Monsieur, Monsieur. How about another one? right. um, The muttering doesn't seem to be any form of recognisable English. Not that because it's fucking French. (laughs) 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 Sorry.
1: (laughs) So Paul Lewisham said. Um, that's exactly what it was, and he, um, Paul Lewisham, is it? Mark Lewisham. Mark Lewisham, sorry. Yeah, I've yeah. got Paul in <laughs> my phone. Checking in real time. <laughs> I want to know it. <laughs> but yeah, so he, he specifically said that. Yeah. it said Paul doesn't say dead man missing missing. Paul actually says Monsieur Monsieur. How about another one?
0: Yeah, but. It might say Mon show, one show, how about another one? But if you play it backwards.
1: It doesn't even sound like that when I've listened to it.
0: When you. when you play, Clue what it says, when you play backwards, it says, Paul is dead man, missing, him, missing, him, missing. Have him. you heard it? No, I didn't even. So. You hey, it's it's know a- I'm, I'm I'm five days into researching here. I got bored of listening to shit.
1: <laughs> so. No, I've heard that. I've. I could I have heard all the, the supposed record responses? that one when you listen to it you could hear many things that you want and it's one of those things where you could Um, apply that to the sound but there's a lot of things I found in it where where it's
0: like um, you know I don't have to have the white arm and split but I can just go search for this and I get it I can find it on YouTube or whatever where I can just listen to it being played backwards someone's uploaded it um it's I found with a lot that I listened to was Oh yeah, it does say that, because I've been told it says that before mm-hmm. I listen to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I'd have listened to it without knowing he says, Paul is dead man, Paul is dead man, I miss him, I miss him, I'd have been like, that's just garbled, speak, I can't hear it does there's, there's mm-hmm. not say that. But then because you know... even try and unbiased does it really say this you're aware it's it so you're subconsciously looking for it absolutely so you hear it and it, again it's just confirmational bias absolutely. like you could take those sounds to be anything you wanted like oh man I could really go for a KFC right now and you I could did. probably hear that right in there I did you know <laughs> <laughs> you did before filming <laughs> but, but you know what I mean you could probably hear that if you played it backwards yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just a case of it's is it phonet phonetics or, or son, sonograph? I don't know which one it falls <laughs> into. It's not a but, phonetics or a sonograph. Um, but it's that kind of thing of like I want to hear this, and it's not it's not fully formed words. It's just oh, uh, certain yeah. sounds and vowels, and you can rearrange them in your head as interpretation. I
1: can't remember what it's called, but I know exactly what you mean. So the thing is, though, when you go looking for something, you'll you'll make something fit your narrative. Even if it doesn't make sense. So you could hear something and go, well, I, wanna f- I want to find this. This sounds like it could say this, so therefore I'm going to make it be this. If I went in with another idea, then, But then when I, I make it that, then
0: I tell you that this is what he's saying, Yeah. you subconsciously can't undo that. Subconsciously, you're looking for it. Yeah. So my confirmation bias has now been passed to you. So you're... Like it says, Paul is dead this is this, it's sounds like Paul is dead, you go, oh yeah, I can hear Paul is dead actually, yeah, it does, and it's just, it's not you discovering it, you've been told that it is, and therefore you hear that it is, mm. yeah. or maybe you don't hear it, but you don't want to be the only one out of five people in a friendship group that don't hear it, so you pretend that you do.
1: Uh, and we all do the same, it's about paper pressure, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, the fact that Matt Lewis came out and said, Actually, what he says, Monsieur, Monsieur, how about another one? Here's a master copy. For me, that's enough. Uh, and then,
0: um, on side four of the White Album, we come to the longest and strangest track ever included on the Beatle record, which is Revolution number nine. Yes. Uh, which we alluded to at the beginning of this episode, where um, this was John Lennon just played about, about 10 different loop tapes and, yeah, yeah. and stuff um, going back to the TV special that RKO did with um, Russ Gibbs uh, the DJ who first brought Light, light um, during that our conversation some said to, to play Revolution Number no. 9 backwards and he said uh, I played it backwards and man I freaked out I went crazy because the fact is that it says turn me on dead man um, this final white album clue was used by Paul's dead advocates to silence the sceptics oh no, no when was the next clue now. but yeah so Russ Gibbs said on that courtroom-esque special that RKO did that um, yeah this caller said I'll play Revolution number nine backwards and he went says oh, turn me on dead man and he freaked out and went crazy live on air because it just blew his mind
1: this is very simple for me John Mullen does say turn me on dead man and I've got no idea why he said it.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: does that mean he's talking about Paul? Joe, um, you know I saw this as. Um, I saw this as a nickname. Dead man. Is he? Is he an Undertaker fan? Is, he, is he Bear, it? Is it? Paul You he. know, I, I I
0: wear the fucking steps in the trench coat. Yeah. Everywhere I go, I get called Undertaker, Van Helsing, Captain Jack. I get all that shit thrown at me, right? Could this be someone that dressed like that in the studio?
1: Turn me on, Deadman? And
0: I, then turn on the music? And then, then they just call him Deadman, because that's that's his nickname. And he's just plugged his guitar in, he's plugged his guitar and he's gone, turn me on, Deadman. Uh,
1: why is back, that, Why backwards though? I, I don't get the backwards bit. Um, so if it was part of a talk, and the thing is though as well, no single Beatles I, that I can find, and if I'm wrong, put it in the comments, but no single Beatles ever come out and said, that's what this means
0: yeah this has been completely ignored there's no
1: no, no explanation of
0: this one but again is it just being played backwards you're getting phonetics and, and semantics in you hearing what you're that is, when away. that is very clear it is extremely clear turn me it, that on Deadman it sounds and very the because yeah. Gossip Revolution 9 I think it has more weight to it than that it were experimenting with loop yeah, tapes yeah. And, and stuff so this is the one I can't, I can't explain this one, to be
1: fair. So the one thing I would say is, turn me on dead man, doesn't mean, it's got, firstly, it's got anything to do with the death of Paul. No. It doesn't say, turn me on dead man Paul, it just said turn me on dead man. I'm sure it's the parents or anything. Doesn't mean it's Paul, got no evidence of that whatsoever. But don't know why he said it to start with. Second, don't
0: realise recording it on a backward loop.
1: Exactly. Other than, yeah. and, but, but also, you need to remember, that, is this was at the height of his heroin addiction. He's recording the, just like some crazy loops and stuff. He's also very aware of his conspiracy. It could just be a bit it's of a joke. Just fucking about. Uh, knowing that this is going to get people's interest. But I honestly don't have an explanation. I'm, I'm just, I'm just putting things out there. But at the same time, for me, like you it's... cannot assign this to Paul because it doesn't say Paul. It doesn't say, no, no. "Turn me on, Paul, you dead man." You know, it just says. Deadman could be anybody, anything. Um, How much of the
0: album do you have to play backwards to get those three words?
1: Mm. I don't know, honestly. You you know what I mean, this is a four-side album. I'm in a digital age now, I don't have a record anymore. Yeah, yeah, but
0: I think when this came out, I think I'm right in thinking that this was a four-side album. I think so, yeah. So, how much do you have to play backwards to get three words that fit your narrative?
1: could it? Well, I'm, I'm. This is very, very unlikely, but could it be that um, it's just another coincidental thing? Eventually, you play something backwards long enough, you're gonna find something that sounds like it.
0: Yeah. Or could this be that you're a dedicated clue hunter, and you've you've gone through four hours of recording to get to this message I left you because I'm the dedicated get here. Again, <coughs> reinforcing that elite status that I'm intelligent and I know I'm on the same wavelength as John
1: it makes me, it makes me wonder though think of all the albums that have ever been released and on a record you put them on record and you play them all backwards mm-hmm. unintentionally could they say a message backwards without intention well what was the thing in the 90s we've met a like in the evangelical church
0: playing Alice Cooper records backwards in the 70s and 80s and stuff and right going like "Oh, you saying Neil to certain and, and I'm pretty sure they're like a, an evangelical church in America. But did it do it
1: on purpose to piss them
0: off? No, it was just like Alice Cooper. Like they, they brought this court case like we want Alice Cooper, but I'm sure it was Alice Cooper. Maybe it was the but I'm not sure, but it was basically like we want it banned because the like you yeah, you play backwards and it says Hail Satan, and uh Neil, to certain Right. And I think I want to say Alice Cooper, I might be wrong. Please someone um correct me in the comments but um Pretty sure, like, it came and his thing, a massive thing, and Ice give went down. And went, well, how do you answer questions that you play your song backwards? It says hell, certainly. He went, I'm more of a genius than I thought. <laughs> I didn't even know I did that. Like, <laughs> and, I'm like, yeah, alright, it does, does it? I don't know. Like, okay, bye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> his response was just like, yeah, whatever, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it was completely in the test. But- To get back to the point then, I think, I don't know why he said it, it's definitely there. If he did it intentionally, we don't know why. But it still doesn't evidentially say it's got anything to do with Paul McCartney being dead. That's it. It doesn't point to anybody. Turning on dead man could be my granddad. Yeah. It could be anybody. It's like, well, it can't be my granddad because obviously, but... It could be any dead person he's ever known, why turn me I mean, on? Could you could you turn, me, turn me on don't turn me me. I don't know, is, is there a dead man switch in the studio? Or on a live
0: form, like turn me on, let go of your dead man switch, let me play. Turn me on, could it be a Nick? I, I don't know. The, the reason it's... The phrase could tantalising. anything. It's tantalised, But the fact it's put on backwards, you can only, if you play the record backwards... Sounds purposeful. Sounds purposeful. And a message. And a message but a message to who
1: and why and doesn't say it's a message about Paul or Paul being dead and this is the issue right so th- there's too many things happening and all these things that we've read so far and you know, time to come is they'll see something and go that automatically must mean this rather than the fact that there could be a thousand different explanations as to what it could really mean they automatically go ah that 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 explains my narrative that explains the the, the, my purpose of what listening is to start with it doesn't mean that anybody can fit anyone's narrative with a conversation piece by okay. taking things out of context it's such an ambiguous phrase that you can fit it to uh, any, any context yeah exactly exactly and we don't know who Deadman is we don't know what Turn on means Turn on in itself light, radio, sexual, Central, anything yeah. You know, could mean anything to anybody Plug my guitar in, you want to switch and that socket on and turn my electric guitar on. Let's pretend he is talking about Paul McCartney. Let's pretend he is. On his record he's saying to Paul McCartney, Turn me on, son. Yeah. Is he saying, I've got sexual desire? Is he saying Turn on my re- turn, turn on my stereo? You're the dead man, aren't you? Turn me on dead man. Is it? Any joke? It could be anything. Is he in a
0: heroin induced fucking state <clears throat> where he's going, I I can't write, I, I've got writers block. Come on, dead man! I'm gonna fucking jack up high and see see the other side. Yeah. Come speak to me and turn me on and, and turn me on to some good
1: lyrics and some <coughs> good tunes. It and could be. A, a, it could be. You know, you, you can write this days. in a thousand different ways, and that's the problem. The problem with this particular conspiracy so far ah. is it's all down to everything. There's so many people could read and listen to the same thing and come up with a completely different interpretation with, a, with a, a singular idea and a singular narrative of Paul is dead you go it must mean this it mustn't mean that right, it could mean a million
0: other things be- but you're discounting them because this one thing out of a million proves your narrative
1: because because I can't explain that right I can't give you a reason why it's there I can't give you a reason to who it's for or if it's purposeful mm-hmm. no idea whatsoever but all I can say is just listening to Turn Me On Dead Man on its own, considering ninety-five percent of the stuff we've talked about so far, we being able to say it doesn't make any sense. We can get rid of it. Yeah. We talk it away. There's evidence of other people telling you what it really means. That basically, we have to take that on a singular context now, pretty much, and turn me on, dead man. That, that was, what does that mean about Paul? It doesn't mean anything to do. With that Paul. was intentionally
0: wrote backwards because this isn't. Hey, yeah. This Probably. isn't. Probably. Paul's dead. I'm missing. I'm missing. I'm now saying cranberry sauce. This isn't Monsieur. This is not missing, This is. Blurring. You can quite easily hear it. Without but explanation, yeah. yeah. It was written to be put on and played backwards, and it was put on there for reason and purpose. It was intentional, but...
1: It could mean a million different things. I think we should get up to the top this point now, because yeah. we can talk about it all night, because I think it's...
0: Um, so, um, when I said earlier about uh, I was quite... Um, offensive about Ringo Starr writing <laughs> bang on the nose was
2: it?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so the final white album clue was used by Paulie's dead advocates to silence the sceptics ok um, and it's from the John Lennon song Glass Onion on side 1
1: I can automatically debunk straight away but go on
0: the lyrics are I told you about the walrus and me man you know that we're as close as can be man well, here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Paul. Do you want to know the issue with Glass Onion? Mm. It was
1: written in 1968 before Paul's death.
0: They died in 66. Did
1: he die in 66? 66 yeah. was a car crash. Yeah. Okay. Say again. Say that, that
0: again. I told you about the walrus and me, man. Yeah. You know that we're as close as can be, man. Yeah. Well, here's another clue for you all. The Walrus was Paul.
1: We've we explained that away already. Yeah. So you know he already said I gave I am the Walrus as in Paul, John is in Johnny's alarm, but I gave it to us- Paul
0: because I was be York and I was leaving him. Yeah. Um, so we're but, but yeah, this is uh this is the this is the one that silences the skeptics. John said isn't? Um I said earlier like no, he gave an explanation twenty years later. <laughs> um, but maybe, right? Right. So moving on to the last album the Deaf Clues uh, Abbey Road and this is where I feel it, it I feel it started out and went back in modern day terms a okay. like. um, so so um, Polly's Dead Room had already begun to circulate when the Beatles released Abbey Road late in September 69 um, Fred Lebeau who we talked about earlier who wrote that article um, seems to have personally invented many of the Deaf Clues that traditionally attributes this album so, the clues are that the four Beatles are crossing a street called Abbey Road, and they're leaving, the pa- they're leaving what appears to be a cemetery on the left-hand al- left side of the album cover. Okay. So, they're walking out of the cemetery. First Beatle, John Lennon, is dressed in white with a long hair, and looks like a doctor or a minister, even a Christ-like figure or God-like figure, if And you it want. looks
1: fucking impeccable, by the it way.
0: It does look amazing. Um... <gasps> The next man walking across the street is Ringo, who's dressed as an Undertaker. Yeah, in black. Yeah. Then there's Paul, who's wearing an outdated suit and is barefoot, which is, but suggests, a corpse. Cause we went earlier about the okay. corpse, a so very barefoot, which is bollocks. Um, and George Harrison is wearing denim clothes that looks like he's a gravedigger.
1: Do you want to do it because of denim?
0: Uh, it's hard-wearing material right okay uh, it doesn't stay and it doesn't it's the kind of thing you'd wear to grave digging <coughs> uh, it's like um, construction workers wear jeans okay um, uh, there's a parked Volkswagen with a registration plate on the back uh, the last four digits of the registration plate are 28 IF okay which says uh, Paul 28 IF which means we 28 if he was still alive.
1: Well, he's actually going to be 27. He's still 27 at the point of Abbey Road. Yeah, but
0: it would be coming to 28 if he was still alive, because it was four months away, I think, from his birthday. Um, And the back album of the cover, there are three dots on the wall up near the top that appear drawn. If a line was drawn between them, it appears to make the number three, so the album would say Three Beatles, Abbey Road.
1: Okay, so let me talk about all of those. So... What's the first thing you talk about them walking across the road, with laying at the front
0: looking like Jesus? No, the first thing is they're leaving a cemetery. They're crossing the road leaving a cemetery.
1: Okay. There's a cemetery So They've d- d- the just
0: buried Paul.
1: Okay. So firstly, let's just say there's a cemetery near Abbey Road. There's a fucking cemetery <laughs> over the road. <laughs> yeah. Cemeteries exist. Yeah. An Abbey Road happens to be next to a cemetery.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't don't even know if that's true, but... I don't know if it's true or not, but... But if it's next to a cemetery, it's next to a cemetery. Yeah. Second thing then we talked about, the order. We had Lennon, Ringo Starr, Paul uh, McCartney, and George at the back. i have gone to the clue hunters. Uh,
0: Lennon's the priest. Uh, Ringo's the undertaker. Paul's the corpse. And George is the gravedigger
1: okay so there were six pictures taken of abbey road <clears throat> and they were holding up traffic um and the one picture that they took with paul had their cigarette in his right hand
0: which is supposed to signify as an imposter
1: It's out of step with the rest of the others yeah yeah it was third in line um with jesus at the front and the great good at the back the problem is if you see the other five photos of them basically rushing across the world backwards and forwards because there's, there's three footers are going that way, three footers we're coming that way. And also I think it's important to point out here for
0: anybody that's not from the UK, um, the Abbey Road album, they're walking over what we call a zebra crossing, which is black and white lines, yeah. right? So when we have um, traffic lights and pedestrian crossings where you press a button and the red light, the, the red man turns to a green man and you can walk. In the UK, zebra crossing, you have to stop if someone's crossing. You have to stop. So pedestrian it's a Beatles. Way. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going back with the Beatles, and essentially going backwards and forwards, taking photographs without that album. Crossing, no car can legally go forward. That's right. It's not like oh, they were waiting for the light to change and then they went and did it. Like a zebra crossing means if there's a pedestrian stood, you don't. Need to be, if you're stood at the side of the road, you're stood on the pavement or the sidewalk. In front of the Zebra crossing, a car has to stop for you to cross. So they could hold traffic all fucking day on that road and be legally in
1: their right to do so. And traffic would back up in London all day long. So they did six photos because um, the E. McKillen who took the photos was talking about um, they had to get them done quickly. Because we're back in traffic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And And it's the fucking Beatles, for God's sake. Yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. One, one, you're back up traffic in London, which is fucked for traffic, especially in the 60s, 69, but this way, yeah. Especially in the 69, it's fucked for traffic. Like, if you block up one road, everything just comes to a standstill in that area. Because London is built so tightly between each other. Um, Secondly, you take too long, and people are going to go fucking Beatles are on Abbey Road and you get a fucking mass Beatles hysteria descending. it, so you need to get in, get your photos, get out Yeah. so that when everyone turns up and all the
1: screaming fans turn up you're not there. Correct and there were six photos taken three in one direction and three in the other um, some of them Paul was stepping in the same as them and, and George was not, <coughs> mm-hmm. um, in, he didn't have a cigarette in one hand in one of them they basically took the best of the six pictures. It was simple as that. Yeah, yeah. There's no science behind it. And he said, ultimately, for Abbey Road, I was like, why, why are you barefoot? He said it was fucking hot. Yeah. And clearly, he's got issues with his feet. But that's well, well, this is a off. running theme. Yeah, yeah, like, that Paul like, All shoes off. It's you, off. <laughs> you know, like I said it,
0: this isn't it's very
1: simple. A weird. Hot.
0: This isn't <laughs> a weird quick. We mentioned earlier, I do it. I, I don't like to wear shoes, I yeah, take yeah. my shoes off. Any opportunity I get. So, Paul takes his shoes off in the double page, the two page spread of I Am The War He takes his shoes off in the Abbey Road because It's just, it's fucking warm and, he did, and his feet are spread and he did not like it.
1: So he took them off. So for me, this is very, very simple. That photo means nothing. There was five of us they took the best one. And it just so sort of happened that Paul wasn't misstep to but the other four, other five, if they were purposefully trying to find something specific, you'd see the other five outtakes as being something very similar, because it's like, just try and get them all as close as possible, and just choose the best. The other five are completely different.
0: Yeah, it's just, yeah. we took six photos, this is the best one. Exactly. It, it's, it's iconic. Yeah. And I think... <clears throat> The fact that it's probably the most iconic album cover in the world. Um, probably. Arguably, second or first, but you could argue whether it's... Um, I mean, The Happy Road cover or Nirvana's "Swimming Baby. Yeah, I think, I think
1: it's, yeah, it's, it's very, very iconic. You could yeah.
0: argue one or first or second, depending on, I mean, I on your th- viewpoint. Happy
1: Road never mind. I, th- I think, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I was... Going on a climax, uh, the climax of the uh, hysteria. But uh, no, what
1: did before we do? What, what the, other, the other set you had? There was uh, that
0: was it for Abbey Road. So we had the
1: walking. Oh no, oh, yeah, was the The car- back half of the cover, The car has got twenty eight F on it. But it doesn't. In the UK, it's twenty eight one F. It's not yeah. an I. That's a
0: Because no, you can't have I on a um, UK number plate because I looks like one.
1: And Ian McKillen, the It's like you're not allowed
0: O on a number plate. You don't have I and O on a number plate because it's replaced by one and zero.
1: You do have O's and O's, O's and zeros on number plates. Only oh,
0: after... On a 58 plate, I think, innit? Is it? Yeah, I think before a uh, 58 plate. Sorry, so in, in, the UK, in the UK, we have this thing where you have, like, uh, So, in in the UK... I'm, I'm going to get my years wrong here, but in the UK we have, um Numbers to designate the year the cow made. Yep. So. So yeah. we have like a fifty-eight plate is it's two thousand like eight. Two thousand eight, and then yeah. two thousand nine will be fifty-nine plate. So it'll have like X one seven five eight two or three or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um So the fifty-eight yeah. plate. It's, it's
1: generally two letters, two numbers, and then three letters. Yeah, uh, mixed with letters and numbers. Anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, but you can't have uh, an I or an O. So you can have a thing like customized plates. So you can have, um, I can budget as a customized plate, um, but I can have uh, uh, I am badger as a customized plate. Be one and badger, because you can't have an I or a zero, because they look too much like a one and an O. Uh, so you don't get I am badger. So um, it's also like I think you couldn't before two thousand. I think you couldn't have an S. So that's why people who personalise players use a number five as an S. Right, well, so when you yeah, say yeah, when, when, yeah. the point that I make is when you say it says twenty eight if, it doesn't. Back at that time, it didn't, it was two eight one five.
1: F. F, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're reading if. So well, Ian McKillan McKillan, the photographer said um, about the car in the street that said that on the back. Mm-hmm. Said um they couldn't get the car out the street they tried to get it towed uh they couldn't even find the owner but because they were blocking traffic they had to rush also the license plate is a 28 1f not a 28 if yeah so like we put the I
0: on one um i could buy the if i'll buy 28 if right just because i know um people who got uh my mate got simon on his number plate when i was like about 20 years ago my mate got Simon but we were allowed in 1969 right. but, no, but I said about twenty eight. ago my mate got Simon as his number plate but that's 2000 right okay. but he wasn't allowed an S right okay and he wasn't allowed an I so his number plate wasn't S-I-M-O-N it was 5-1-M-O-N but it doesn't matter right and Look that, at that, but that read as Simon in, in number plate language if that's what's that's it? the thing but right so 28-1-F it's 28 if it's the same thing for me it, it's the same thing because okay it's as, as um like your tech speaker license plate speak like you know 5-1-m-o-n meant red simon okay Right. um that's a script but i agree okay uh, I, i'll buy that i'll buy uh, yeah. that 21 if I, I can get that what i love about this story is that they banged on every fucking door like four doors up and four doors down kind of thing to go is this your car can you move it and no one answered the door Um and they went fuck it let's just carry on anywhere then
1: Um happy coincidence so yeah it's just it's a beetle it's car <laughs> it's just 28 I reckon no, no, that no, guy has sold no. I reckon
0: everyone that beetle sold it for a fucking shitload. and went you know that no, Beatles, no, no, no no
1: no I fucked ton.
0: A fuckton, sorry, sorry for yeah. a fuckton. Because he just. Can you imagine going, like, oh yeah, I'm selling my Volkswagen Beetle? but it's an outdated car, man. Uh, I know they go forever and they're well built, but it's an outdated car. Featured on album of Abbey Road. Give you seven times the asking price. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> this, this car goes for 500 quid second hand. I want 20 grand for it. Five, I can buy one next door for you. Yeah, you can buy that one for 500 quid, but can you buy this one that Al- would album go Abbey Road? I bet you someone somewhere owns that Volkswagen Beetle that was on the cover of Abbey Road just because it was on the cover of Abbey Road. Hundred percent. So, have we? Is there anything more Uh The the album, the the dots on the back of the album cover. So the album cover has some dots on the wall. Oh, yeah. And it says Beatles Abbey Road. At, but three if Beatles. you if you draw a line through it, it says Three Beatles Abbey Road. Um. So that's kind of alluding to that, you know, William isn't a real beetle. There's only three real beetles there.
1: So I can kind of get it. I can get where people can draw a three from it. You know, you can get that. But you can also draw um, a half a triangle. An hourglass. So if you're looking for something, you'll find it. In that particular instance you can draw a three you can but you can do other things with it as well
0: i think this goes back to you can find it if you're looking for it it goes to confirmation bias yeah i agree um
1: so i'm going to move on then to what i've classed in my notes as debunking well actually i've got a couple more you've got a couple more before before we go to debunking there's just a a couple of tidbits we, we really have covered the, the the main part because we the guts of that thing. There's the uh, the yesterday the, the one there's a couple I wanted to talk about. There's the yesterday and today, right? Club, which is a bit weird. So it, it's basically I, I think the yesterday and today is like a, a greatest hits album. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the first album that got released, you see the Beatles with meat all over them and decapitated babies, dolls without heads. Okay. So there's the meat was referencing but, so, Paul so, being decapitated. So the debunkers will say the meat and the decapitation we will talk about Paul being in a car accident and being completely decapitated. That once that was produced they went Holy shit, <laughs> what are you hearing a couple out there? For a family friendly album. Yeah. Then they created a second album which is the Three Beatles Stood Up being Ringo George and Paul uh, and um, John but then you've got Paul sat in a trunk like a carry trunk like he's been buried beneath them in a coffin If you turn it sideways it looks like a coffin yeah so people are saying what are they trying to say with these two album covers you've got John well, this is the same as the album cover for Let It
0: Be which is you've got four photos in a square and John, Ringo, and George are or a white, white background, and Paul's on a blood red background.
1: Looking at the camera, everyone's everyone's
0: else looking away, and Paul's looking directly at it. He's on a blood red, back. yeah. So this is where the there's a there's a I think consistency here. There's same a as theme. revolver.
1: It's exactly all yeah. the same. So this this is the one thing I would say, and this is the the thing that, that something is clearly being. I think something's trying to be said because Paul in every single album he's the only one who's ever got a hand above his head he's the only one ever who is out of uniform with everybody else Mm -hmm. so Paul always if there's ever any difference it's always Paul yeah um gives food for thought but I don't know if that's because Paul personally I think it's because Paul feels more like a black sheep and he feels like he's possibly not getting the recognition he deserves, and he's like, I'm different, and, and he's portraying his difference in, in the covers and stuff. Yeah, so.
0: I mean, I, I, going back to the Black Rose in the Magical Mystery Tour, uh, it's always generally considered that John Lennon was a genius of the band, when possibly. Paul's going, I'm just as fucking good as him, I'm doing yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah. as much as him, But so he wears a black rose instead of a red one, But Paul directed it. Paul directed that film, so Paul's going. I'm going to fucking different colour rose to you guys. I'm <coughs> going to stand out from you. I'm going to stand out as, as as someone different to you all. And the excuse that oh we couldn't get any red roses is is, is bullshit, in mind. I think it's just it's nice, easy, It's just an excuse he gave because he didn't want to go. I have a massive fucking ego, and I wanted to be. I wanted to be bigger than John, because I deserve to be just as big as John and John gets all the credit and he did he does um, so he does. I think like the wearing the black rose being out of sync in the photos out of stepping Abbey Road being um, the album covers being a bit different is just Paul going oh, I've got a fucking ego and I'm different to you all
1: I, I don't even I don't even necessarily think it's ego I just think that in, in the era that the Beatles were around that, that they were all ext- I mean Ringo was extru- the, the most famous person in the USA I think um, the were all very, very famous in their own yeah. life, in different areas, but um, I think Paul felt a bit belittled. I mean, in, in the,
0: the famous quote from John Lennon, where they asked me if uh, Ringo Starr were the best drummer in the world. This is not even the, best, fun fun the best drummer in
1: Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> absolutely brilliant. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Because Paul was a much better back drummer. No. Paul is the the is and was without a shadow of a doubt like the the. the best artist in regards to he could play anything I think John
0: was a better songwriter and a better artist but Paul, But Paul was a better musician
1: oh, 100% better musician
0: Paul could play anything and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think there's a bit of rubbing of um, personalities in there that John's getting all the plaudits and Paul agree, isn't yeah. but so Paul's kind of this about saying ego but kind of oh the world loves John so I'm going to make myself hard to be different I'm going to make myself stand out in the album covers, in, the, think in that's, the films
1: and I think you've just hit the nail on the head before we start debunking stuff I think that's all it was the reason why Paul is standing out to the difference to the rest of the band is as you saw he he suited the rest of them he went through his own solo career he mm-hmm. created his own new band and he was the first one to start going out and do all these things. He was the. I, I suppose he felt like he was a bit of a maverick who was not really getting the, the, the attention that he deserved. Well, he's deserved for
0: the only one that's had a long lasting career. Like He's still recording and releasing songs today. Um, I know John Lennon got so assassinated. I, but
1: Ringo did as well a couple of years ago. He released his book. Yeah, but not, not,
0: to the level. not to the level that Paul McCartney is.
1: It's not selling at stadiums like Paul is.
0: George hasn't really done anything. George is dead. Oh, yeah, he's dead now, yeah, but it didn't really that do anything. Does, that really does help a No, us, but Nobody didn't do anything after know. the Beatles. So when, when the Beatles split,
1: Paul was the only one that really had a career out of them. Well, John had a good you, one until he was assassinated. Yeah. Because um, he, him and Yoko...
0: Oh, fucking... I mean, this, this
1: is going to get... Mm,
0: anyway. Gonna go to... Let's, let's go to the debunking section. Right, yeah, right it's, so... The Beatles have consistently denied any deliberate attempt to include secret messages in any kind of or in their albums. Bullshit.
1: <laughs> they done it on purpose to fish us in, to dock us all in.
0: No, but officially they've gone. None of these. I mean, we haven't. We haven't put anything out there. Nah, of
1: course you have.
0: I I think after I think that's late '68, '69. I think they've gone. This is fun. We're gonna play with it. We're gonna go with yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Of course,
0: yeah. Uh, the fact that Paul's the only Beatle in published photos with a hand over his head is, I think that's the name joke in the band, that's the band taking the piss yeah, out of the fans but so. like, let let let's, If we are given something to find it's something so clearly obvious as a, as a hand over his head but then you're going to look for more than what they're in and people are going to buy albums and, and look for recorded and, tracks and, and that's
1: exactly the point, so we're talking about the 1960s where the only way to get music is to go buy it. You can't. You, unless you go into your friend's house and listen, the only way to get, you, you, you don't have an internet, you don't have a, a, a yeah. blockbuster, you don't have, yeah. a, you don't have anywhere local to go pick it up. You've got to go buy it. Your radio might play it, but I don't know, could you record from the radio?
0: Was <laughs> it readily available in
1: the 60s? I don't really know, but. Yeah, you've got a tape recorder and. I know in the 80s and 90s we were recording everything. Oh, and it, stopping. the amount
0: of DJs that, Fucking radio presenters that ruin ruined my fucking tear. Yeah, but
1: <laughs> but I, I don't know. If, I mean, I honestly don't know if that exists in the sixties. But I think for the vast majority, is if you wanted to listen to something, you had to go buy it. Very very clever marketing.
0: Yeah, I think it was. I all the debunking notes. I'm just going through my debunking notes now. And we, we we've already covered them. Um, so the OPD patch, we yeah. we covered. OPD. Um, uh, the, as an embarrassment of evidence both on the album cover and in the TV movie proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that John Lennon played the walrus, not Paul Absolutely, he even said it um, himself yeah. and Paul did too It's strange credibility to suggest that a hand could accidentally appear over Paul's head seven times in barely a year and a half It may simply be that somebody noticed a hand that ended up over Paul's head or Sergeant Pepper and thought it might be fun to turn the accident into a running gag that it's a possibility it's more plausible than the hand of paul's head is a symbol of death um yeah. the the lyrics in glass onion uh i told you about the walrus and me man you know where as close as can be man well there's another clue for you the walrus was paul lennon never offered a clear explanation for this oddity when specifically asked about it in a Playboy interview conducted a few weeks before his death he replied Well that was a joke, the line was put in part because I was feeling guilt because I was leaving with Yoko and I was leaving Paul. Explain it, there you go. Um, The black flower in the masculine mystery tour, um, Paul offered a curt explanation for this audit in the Life magazine article. He told reporters I was wearing a black flower because they ran out of red ones. At the time of the scandal, the mystery tour film had been unavailable for nearly two years. It wasn't out in public release until 1974. If it had been if it had been accessible, clue hunters might have wondered why Paul believed they'd run out of red flowers when the movie clearly shows him being handed a substantial bouquet of red flowers and then dancing around the room with them during the same scene in which he stubbornly continues to wear a black one.
1: So he purposely wore a black one, but we don't know.
0: The biggest word in there for me is stubbornly continue to... That, that's him going, I'm not fucking winning. I'm different, I'm better than you are. Maybe not better than you are, but I'm different, I want to stand out. People, people are noticing John when they should be noticing me.
1: Yeah, and I agree. I think for the vast majority is. it was a case of, I am as good as John, I am different to John, and I'm going to stand out to him. And a lot of the album covers stuff.
0: I mean, the the last note I've got to debunk is, uh, we're really supposed to believe that Paul McCartney, the director of the movie, could not have obtained a matching flower to wear in this scene if he really wanted if to. If he
1: wanted to, of course. Could.
0: I think it's it's a lot easier to get another red rose than it is to get a black rose. Cause there's no black rose anywhere else in that film. He knew to have what ordered it. That says to me he got that black rose specifically for him to wear. I think so. He's gonna have his way to get it. Yeah. Um Is that the band have ordered it to say Paul's dead and signify he's a corpse or is it just Paul going <coughs> sick and fucking tired of John getting all the credit for this? I'm the director of this movie. I'm the director of this. I'm going to stand out as different because there's a, there's a lot of
1: infighting in the Bond. Clearly, that's why they broke up so early, you know. But um, I mean, I think we've, we've debunked things along the way. I've, I've laughed a lot. I'm still laughing on the inside. It, it's
0: been a fun one to do. So I'm going to come to my conclusion if you don't mind. Then. Sure, you go for your and I'll come to the I feel this is a. More or less, it's akin to an Arthurian tale.
1: Okay. It's,
0: it's uh, Arthur upon the sword of Camelot. Uh, and it's, it's, a, yeah, yeah. it's a modern day folk tale spread by gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gossip. And the, this gossip has evolved into mythology. You know, um
1: like Mary Magdalene.
0: Yeah, Mary Magdalene, mm-hmm. um Arthur pulling the sword from the stone. It's that gossip, word by mouth it's taken on Chinese whispers maybe. about the very beginning. Yeah, it's taken yeah. on like a mythological status that wasn't oh, there's too much air to be not not to be something in it. And and I think it plays into that um not confirmation bias but um self self-validation i think like if 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 you don't get it if you don't hear it or you don't understand these clues then that means i'm more intelligent than you
1: i think the only the band this could have worked with at the time would have been the rolling stones I, I don't think there was any band bigger if this had been like a like a generic 60s band mm-hmm this wouldn't have even been heard of we wouldn't have even been talking about it.
0: no I don't because the Beatles were so big and, I mean, were they the <coughs> first non-American band to top the US billboard charts possibly
1: yeah there's a
0: famous quote from the um, Ed. was it the, the, they the paid on the Ed, Ed Sullivan show and um, the famous quote from Paul McCartney afterwards where they said I uh, oh, well, you um, your haircut's not very American and he went well that's good because we're British <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they were the first uh, non-American band to top the billboard 100 the charts um, so yeah they were a cultural phenomenon okay. um, and we discussed earlier their this was 69 70 wait what 50 years later and we're still talking about bands that are influenced by them and, and bands yeah, that yeah, uh, yeah. only exist because the Beatles did um, something of that magnitude, of that cultural importance that cultural effect is going to have some crazy shit attached to it. it, is going to attack crazies I'm,
1: um, I'm surprised there's not as many skeletons in the closet come out over that, that amount of time so, um, so I I good distraction yeah, I think this is just a modern folktale that's
0: spread by gossip. It's become a type of mythology, kind of. It's almost at the point where a couple more years it's become Arthurian. Like Camelot legend and pulling the sword from the stone. and.
1: and Apart from luckily we're living in an age now where we can go, look at everything that's happening, this is bollocks. At the time it happened. It I, I, think, I
0: think it's only going to get worse.
1: I think. I
0: think that we live in an age now where, you know, back in six ninety seven, I know we weren't around and weren't born, but we trusted the news. Like even the early nineties, if Trevor McDonald won news at ten and told me what was happening, I believed him. Um, I think now we don't yeah. believe our news. We don't. I think we we've got we're, we're filming this, where we're seven days after the American election, and we still don't know who won it and different places are saying who won it and who didn't, and... You, and Joe Biden, you one. We've got places that are saying Donald Trump won it, we've got places saying Biden won it, then we've got yeah. states that have been recalled, and and, and this is... So, so, we live in an age where we don't trust our media. Have we? <laughs> so Give me a reason we, to trust them. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> don't. Know, but so I think something like this is going to... Does, does, that case, there's no evidence, but there's there's a lot of coincidence in there. There's a bit too coincidence. No smoke about fire. I don't think so. I don't and think, I think it's going to create that in a lot of mentalities. There's not
1: a lot of coincidence at all. If you if you take away a lot of the evidence that we've said, the, the only coincidences that I can find are a hand above the head. It happens a lot. Mm-hmm. What's a coincidence? The black, the black instrument,
0: the black rose. No, no, but the
1: black instrument you can explain away because there's so many... No, 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 I'm saying consistent.
0: It's it's consistent coincidences. So you've got the hand above the head. So the only two... Paul
1: representing black. Paul being
0: barefoot.
1: No, no, so Paul being barefoot is explainable to me. I think the only coincidence I can find, personally, is um, Paul always having a different picture. Like... He's always looking away, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, or consistent. The one, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. consistent. The hand above his head is absolutely consistent. Um,
0: and Paul, Bean, Paul Bean always wearing something black, so a black instrument, a black rose. Oh, or something consistent. different to the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh, always got something different. Paul Bean barefoot when they were banded is consistent.
1: I, d- I don't think that's coincidence, I just think that's preference. But no, I'm saying it's consistent. So it's consistently preference, but it's not a coincidence. Um, so,
0: I think I can see in an age where people don't believe media like they used in the 70s, I can see this conspiracy getting bigger and bigger as time goes on. Um, because we're more distrust of media now, so we're looking at it through a 2020
1: lens. I, I think that on the other side, um, I think that we've got enough people want to search for it, enough to debunk it, but I think in the same way that Flat Earth will continue. Cause you've got enough people going oh. the thing is though, for this for the conspiracy side of this, where 99% of us will go, the conspiracy doesn't exist mm-hmm. for the 1% of us who are passionate, they'll keep the story going, because they'll continue to cre- keep I creating the more. there's more
0: evidence to prove this theory than there is to prove that 5G is harmful or that um, the Queen's a lizard or um, I think there's more not evidence, but coincidental consistencies that keep us alive. There's there there's was a backbone to this, like the fact I could put a definitive timeline of when, it, of how it happened, and and these, you know, the death clues and stuff. I think that this is a theory that I
1: I agree to an extent.
0: It's a self-fulfilling pro- pro- prophecy because it's. From now, from now on, we're not getting any new Beatles stuff. So we just, we've got the clues we've got. This is where the evidence stops, and whether you, yeah, we believe it or you don't.
1: Unless Paul creates a new album and creates something new. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Right,
0: but we're at that point where it, it was kind of Beatles mainly took over the world. It exploded and went mental. Correct. Right, and then it was that that fame or. In your social, don't forget this wasn't. You can find a clue in a Beatles song. Listen to it backwards, find the clue, and then post it on Instagram or Facebook. You can only tell the six people in your friend circle, and they tell their six. and this was spread by like six degrees of separation, essentially. Right? Okay? So people wanted to be knowledgeable. Like I know more about Beatles are the best band in the world, but I know more about Beatles than you do because I found this clue. Um, it's like, oh, you're, you're a Beatles fan, you're a wildlife phenomenon, everyone loves Beatles, but I'm more intelligent, I know more about them. Cause I found this secret message that John was sending to me. You're, you're not a proper Beatles fan. Oh, I see, so personalised hate. it. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. put it out there only for the best of us to find, and I found it and you didn't. So it's like okay. that ego boost, that confirmation bias. I think there's also that bit of um, really fucking fun to find. Yeah. it's really fucking fun to find a clue like look at uh, Dan Brown's Da Vinci Code <laughs> okay. right. um, that's your favourite <laughs> I love this because it's such a cultural phenomenon where it's like oh shit you, you, you put all these stuff together <laughs> people really going fuck yeah dude, you know, this person in the Last Supper is pointing like that oh, yeah. and, and the Mona Lisa it's like this and this all could be linked together and it makes you feel not more intelligent than you are but like you you know a secret knowledge you're part of a club you're part of a club yeah. you're, it's inclusive and I think it's part of that and part of the the fun of finding a clue so even if I think the, the guy who found the guitar in High Simpsons on Sgt Pepper's band didn't really give a fuck about the theory we just wanted
1: to be part of it That's it. maybe but I genuinely think you've got people out there who truly believe, obviously, that Paul's dead. There are some, mm-hmm. and they'll look at any, what they call evidence, or, or happenstance, or coincidence, or anything that they want. They'll create a narrative that they're looking for, uh, and they'll do absolutely anything, anything to keep that narrative alive. And it doesn't matter how many times Paul or John we'd like said in the past or Paul come forward or Ringo Starr will come forward. It doesn't matter how many times videos will come out and debunk. It doesn't matter. But this is like, even if Ringo Starr
0: came out now and said, oh, this is bollocks, we didn't know what we were doing, you, you made a story, and it doesn't matter, it, it's, it's all wrong. Do you won't believe it? And they go, he's saying that because he asked us. The
1: only way this will ever close. The, the is more you, the more
0: you, the more Ringo Starr comes out and debunks the theory, the more weight it gives to the theory. Like he has to say that he has to keep it covered up.
1: Hmm. But that's because I mean there are many conspiracies we agree on that are conspir genuine yeah. conspiracies that are going to be fucking meaty, and you'll look forward to those. Yeah, yeah. We we started yeah. like oof, don't we? Oof, you will. Um, we've had many pub talks, many debates. Yeah. Shouting matches a lot of shouting matches yeah um over beers in the pub um which we can't do with this at this moment in time but um i think with this particular conspiracy it's not the only conspiracy for me is keeping it alive and the only way this conspiracy would ever close is if paul and, and ringo came out and went the conspiracy is true that's the only way to close yeah them denying it continually. If Paul there. McCartney came oh, out, actually, I'm William Campbell. Yeah.
0: That would stop the conspiracy theory. Because
1: in conspiracy, and and that's true.
0: Yeah. But if he went, I'm not William Campbell, I'm Paul McCartney, please believe me, and then, am I father trying to say that? Or, is, or he, he has to say that, he's too far in now, he can't, he can't lie. Um, yeah, I just think this is... What I love about this one, the reason I, I, I chose it for us this week is because it's so well documented. <clears throat> like we put out today, where we put out what the theory is, we put a timeline of how, how it exploded, then we've gone through the clues and all that lot. Um, it's probably the most documented conspiracy I've ever come across. No, can't be. In terms of documenting, like when I said earlier, I I can evidence of documenting timeline. I had timeline of evidence, and you went no 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 no, like, no actually I have a timeline of evidence. Then Boswell's got a better timeline, and not documented. It's it's he said that he said this she said that we've Don't got he? this report that report. This is documented like on Rendon on air. No no, but what? on air. It's always like uh, paper um, witness steps of this was on air broadcasted, this was published in print at this point, Okay. Um, so we have a documented trail of evidence um, and I think it's just that, it's. I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory or a fairy tale, um, it, it's kind of in that,
1: if it started once upon derail. a
0: it started once upon time I'd buy it. You know what I mean, it, it, it's kind of taken on that form now where it this can't be stopped can. I don't think we could take the wheels off it. Other than, other
1: than Paul, not very much, and then William Campbell. Uh, I think in fifty years' time, when Paul's dead, Ringo's dead, and probably dad, Um <laughs> not, to be fun. Hmm. Not, to, not to bring that tone to the fucking. No, no, section. but uh, I fucking see how
0: much beer I've drunk in this video. I'm not going to live another twenty years.
1: Um, <laughs> I think this will die too. I think it's only relevant when they're relevant. I
0: think, yeah. Actually, no, you made a good point there. I think this will be the Beatles are going further and further in obscurity. In terms of the, um, we know the Beatles are because our parents grew up with them and yeah. the influenced our music. But our kids aren't going to know the Beatles are. My,
1: my kids do because I'm a Beatles fan. Yeah, their kids online.
0: Yeah, my my son doesn't know the Beatles are because i have never really? played them, never listened to them around him. Um, and grandkids definitely won't know the Beatles are.
1: But, yes. So
0: that's probably where the conspiracy theory dies because they're no longer relevant.
1: It will not need to be continued after that. It was it was popular at the time. It's it's actually the longevity, the longevity is quite miraculous. Actually, I some people today sat on YouTube trying to convince me. <laughs> That Paul McCartney is not Paul McCartney. And it doesn't matter how many pictures you show me of green circles around his eyelids or all that other nonsense. And, and
0: this, this is a guy who supposed to have died 44 years ago. 54
1: years ago. 54 years ago, sorry, mm. yeah. So. Because it, I look at some of those videos and go, I can take a picture of me face on now face on from five years ago. I look different. Yeah. You could you pick me apart too, I mean, think it's, it's, you know. To me, it's the incredulousness of this theory continues. Would you say incredulousness? I mean, I, I, I don't know if that's a strong enough term. It, it speaks but, to those, those fans that are
0: fucking crazy, don't it? It, it? You know those kind of people where, you know, like, um, some's a massive Taylor Swift fan. I think I read somewhere, some of the masses, and then he thought he was in a relationship with Taylor Swift for a year, even though he's never met her. It's those kind of crazes that like this the theory woman, speaks to.
1: This sounds like a woman I've recently read about who married to a ghost, who had been he on her until she got divorced. Yeah. But, it,
0: it is, it's those kind of crazes I think, I think it speaks to. And the fact that it's been going on this long is, is mental.
1: Probably a credit to Paul McCartney for being able to have his career so, so for such a long time. But Do you think Paul McCartney feeds this? No, not anymore. Do you I think he did? I think he joked
0: about it. I think I'm a lot of the death clues from 68 onwards were the band just taking the piss. Just yeah. a lot of in-jokes. And, and,
1: and, and, that, and I think that's the crux of this controversy. Let, let's be honest, I think knowing them guys, all of it airy, airy, like, like travel for two drinks and a few drugs. Um, know that they're trying to take this new turn in their career. which is just well, let's just go all in. they are definitely, on purpose, definitely on purpose, led with so here's a fishing expedition. It does it's have different. an air
0: of YouTube shitload about it, doesn't
1: it? I mean, it's way before the time, but I think they've definitely gone like Sergeant Pemmis, the hat club band, right? You look at the Front cover of that, and you go, if you if it was a first, imagine being in the sixties and looking at for the first time, be like, what the, the fuck, fuck is this? Yeah. No one's ever done this before. This just looks psychedelic, crazy shit. I am not surprised that played with people's minds. And like all the people that were on there, the celebrities, the crazy people, the you know you come go, from well, like I said earlier you could probably pick well, through a 2020 lens you could probably pick out fucking
0: 50 races from the 100 people that were on there.
1: you could do also there's so yeah. many icons on there as well and uh, what 20th century icons that we're looking at now 21st century icons that we're looking at uh,
0: yeah, we've we just cut there because we, we lost our entire train of thought. we had to go for a piss and we lost the entire train of thought uh, we're trying to find it back so we're gonna go back to um, we thought this was an entire fishing expedition by the band. I did, yeah. This is um, a kind of, this theory blew up, kind of got its own legs and, and just went off. So whether it was a, a PR stunt by the record label, of it all back catalogs, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, or whether it's just something that's organically grown and the band have gone, you know, be funny a couple of big jokes in
1: well I definitely think that Paul McCartney specifically and um, John Lennon I'm, I don't know really know how much George and Ringo had the input of they were definitely thinking let's go fishing let's see we can reel let's see what we can put out there and people can make of this just get people talking get people buying records and get people just, just to get people interested in the Beatles I think you know they were coming They've been together for, actually the Beatles weren't together that very long, but they're producing album after album Mm -hmm. for fucking spitting them out.
0: I think this kind of went too far, I think, so, you know, um, having Paul as the only Beatle with a hand above his head seven times in a year and a half was an in-joke. Someone holding a mirror horizontally on the drum of Sgt Pepper's album was was like, the, the Lonely man. I think at that point, John and Paul are going. What, well, what the fuck? Like we. I
1: don't even see that. <laughs>
0: that's shit. A, that's a shit. Uh, we 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 can't. We, we were having a joke and having a laugh, and now we can't stop this. Like the wheels will come off the wagon, and we we can't stop it anymore. Um, I think it's grown into something more than what it was. I think mean, this rumor went around London. Then two years later, went around America. Um, the band become aware of it and start to laugh with it. Um, I think I think you might And then it's just blown up and they've gone.
1: Shit, we are just having a joke. We can't control this anymore. Fuck. But is it part of the fun not having any control? I think if you allow a rumor that sells, as we said before, really in the day, sex and death sells. Um, if you allow that rumor just to grow its arms and legs. And you don't really need any particular control. As long as it's not um, personal or litigious or anything like that, and there's no litigation required, let it go. As long as you get and people talking about you as a band what, and get what, people to what,
0: uh, what about the 27 Club? It's.
1: So, considering lots of people are dying that age. Yeah,
0: but going back to the, uh, the Volkswagen
1: licence plate on yeah. the
0: Abbey Road cover.
1: If you get to 28.
0: If you get to twenty eight, so Paul would be twenty seven when he died in that car crash.
2: Yeah,
0: that puts him in the. No, no, he wouldn't be.
1: He wouldn't be. He'd be twenty eight. If he, he
0: survived, yeah. So he would be twenty seven when he died.
1: No, because that wasn't. Didn't he die in? supposedly oh, Yeah, yeah. So it would have been twenty three. So he man? wouldn't be
0: part of twenty seven. I'm just thinking like you. There's this thing in music of the twenty seven club where you've got Kurt Cobain, Mama Cass. Um, jimmy hendrix jimmy hendrix emmy winehouse yeah we would be like oh we're one of the cool kids because one of ours died at 27 but we covered it up to carry you know is it that
1: i thought we already discussed 28 if it's 28 1f
0: yeah i know but you're saying like does it tie into that 27 club that you seem to get in
1: music um it, well he would have been one of the first members outside of the um I remember Cass was before him. When well, was Jim it Hendrix before him or after him? After. After, after it him, was, yeah. Well there would have been. Yeah. There was it was it Big Bopper and Um. No but you know. see the point where is that you could take this twenty seven
0: club uh, the twenty seven club want the a thing then actually. So yeah. It's the only modern day that we look back at twenty seven club. Um so yeah, I just think I think we're rambling here now. I think we need to finish up. Um
1: I'll give my conclusion. So
0: then. I do want to give yours does that believe
1: that does not believe i didn't believe for one second before and all the investigations have done so far will say to me this is a possibly a manufactured conspiracy purposefully manufactured on the back of a rumor so I, i think a rumor started the i don't know why the beatles i still go back to the beginning I don't know why the Beatles magazine published it to start with. Mm-hmm. You, you gave us narrative, but who else knew about it apart from the fucking people talking about it in, in the little nightclubs? It wasn't. And it wasn't popular.
0: The Beatles magazine only popularized the theory, and then two years later, Life magazine did exactly
1: the same thing. But I think the the Beatles Life magazine popularising a theory which no, not many people were talking about, firstly seems like a plan, yeah. personally. Secondly, the radio station from an anonymous caller going, look at Revolution 9 backwards, seems like a plan yeah. to me. So for me personally, I see credence in the conspiracy that Capitol Records had a hand in it. Um, yeah. But whether how diluted that seems, if there's a conspiracy there, that seems to be a plan to sell records is the biggest I, it goes. I
0: don't think the record label had a, came up with conspiracy theory and, and um, implemented it. I think, personally I believe this was a, a fan made theory, there's a rumour going round, I don't know where the rumour came from, no one knows where the rumour came from, but rumour going round and then fans started looking for bits. And clues to prove, like yeah. a, the Black Rose or Paul being facing backwards and all this shit. Like, we're going for the death clues. We're going through him in in quite a lot of extent. But I think it would a case of the record level when we we've denied three times that Paul's dead and no one believes us. Let's sell the fucking back catalogue then, or
1: oh, well, alternatively, let's propel the. Clearly, people yeah. are buying it. I I Let, don't let's, let's make more money.
0: I don't think the record label started it. There's definitely but I profited they, of it I think <laughs> they, perp- they, they they perpetrated it and they, they, they kept it going. Yeah, hundred yeah,
1: yeah, percent. So, I guess the conspiracy was started was is Paul dead? And I would say not yet.
0: No, not yet. Definitely not yet. I I nothing to show that. He is dead. There's nothing that's convinced me he's dead. But then again, am I fine good at what the Duke saw? So how would I know? <laughs>
1: that's why you exist? You know, you guys are clever. You guys are very clever. You no, persuaded I, me, a Yorkshireman who's drinking beer, to uh, to believe that Tomcat's oh, still alive. <laughs> You've done a really good job. I think it's because I can still see my tally box.
0: I mean I, I, I did believe in this theory beforehand um, re- I'll be honest researching into it this last week made me question a couple of times because it was like what well, I don't believe the narrative there's a lot of coincidence there um, but coincidence is allowed, though right but then as soon as I lined all the coincidences up in my notes just kind of went this is an intro from the band isn't
1: it it feels that way
0: the band know about this so the band are having fucking fun with yeah, it
1: yeah i mean why wouldn't you have some fun with it sell some records yeah. keep people talking about me um,
0: the, the record label jumped on it to get the fucking back collection out and the back catalog out
1: it's what i, feel, I mean it's why i asked you earlier in the day what was your position because you openly said to me pretty much the opposition was you probably favor on the side of this might be true i no i didn't i i i, I
0: basically came up with this <laughs> for this episode just because it pissed you off as a Beatles fan, that that was my entire attention behind this this subject. Um, there was a couple of subjects you could have picked. I, I thought it was bollocks, I thought it was stupid and it's, it's a ridiculous conspiracy theory but I knew it would piss you off as a Beatles fan to have to research this and I was interested to see what your research would bring up.
1: Well, if he um, wanted to piss me off he could have done Christopher Columbus.
0: We're gonna to get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. I'm gonna to get to that one. That that's, that's in the back pocket for later. Don't worry. Um, I'm a big fan. But they, they, <laughs> yeah, they, this was just a case of I, I didn't believe this theory to start with. Um, I was surprised how I during research and I started to believe in it. Really? There's a, there's a lot of coincidences. A lot of stuff. Go. Hmm. Absolutely. Maybe. And um, and then once you line it all up and look at the call on like, there you go. This is just a bite taking the piss in it.
1: That's what a good conspiracy theory is. So, a good, as I say, a good liar is someone who can line up 80% truth, 20% bullshit. But because you know for a fact the 80% truth is true, you think, well, potentially the 20% bullshit might be true as well. So, a good lie is always a good blend. You and need think,
0: a kernel of truth yeah. and, and a good lie. Yeah. This
1: conspiracy has got that really good blend. And that's the issue there's a good blend of, well the Beatles definitely said this, they definitely went there, they definitely did this, so therefore, this could be true. You can't disprove this. Mm, You can't prove it either. We can't prove it's real, but we
0: can't prove that
1: it's not either. I can't, well, okay, let's put it very, very basically. Is Paul McCartney dead? No, because I can see him.
0: (laughs) No, you see William Campbell
1: until you can produce an MA5 body. I'm going to go on a second. Yeah, okay. yeah, we're going to go on a second. we just call it with So, no one of believed this theory. I 100% believe it. I think Paul McCartney's dead, <laughs> MA5 has killed him, stick with the truck of the car, drove him off to the mountains. Um, all of it's true. The Beatles have been desperate to tell us all the truth. The whole t- no, I think bollocks. It's <laughs> absolutely load of fucking bollocks. Um, there's a, there's a greater chance of the Easter Bunny dropping the Easter eggs than there is a God it and be dead.
0: It is. I I does not believe. Like, does that believe, lad? No. That not I no, that I don't. No, I don't believe. About. But, um, And that's pissed a few people off. It's probably one of the... It's good. I, I need to put the caveat on there, that it's probably one of the most well-crafted conspiracy theories in
1: modern time. I think accidental. <laughs> Rather than crafted. It's, it's just, it's just fan fiction taking its light in the all way, and someone going, "That's a great point." he's fanfic. That 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 that's, that's what I was trying to fucking get. Yeah, he's fanfic and it?
0: it's fan fiction. And and people going and Beatles going, what? Right? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll carry on. Well, uh,
1: I'll, I'll ride this wave and see where it goes. That's all it was, in my opinion. Just fan fiction.
0: So we we both. We've laid out the theory. We've laid out the documentation. We've laid out the clues, and we've we pretty much lost. debunked all of it. We have got lost in there somewhere, <laughs> um, but we've debunked all of it. Um, what do you think? Are, are we right? Are we wrong? Do, do you think Paul McCartney is dead? And um, if you do, t- tell us why. Tell us why you think he's. Give us any evidence we've not covered
1: today. Any evidence we've not covered in this episode. Um, And also, not just that though. Some feedback on the episode itself. So not not just the content, but remember, guys, this is our first live video. This is the first live content we're doing. Yeah. I'm expecting it to be quite long, um, relatively detailed. Me and Badger, you know,
0: waffle a little bit.
1: Yeah. So, give us some feedback on the video itself. You know, not just the content, but was it too long? What do you want to see in this type of video? Would you like it to present in a different way? no, comments like Craig's prayer hot
0: and Badger's a cunt are not offensive we know this already so you don't need to type
1: them it's fine <laughs> the hot part I mean yeah I'm not saying <laughs> the cunt part's true as well <laughs> I wasn't lying to be fair I've had people in this room this very very room of friends and extended family of yours calling me that very same name so um, I'm a cunt too it's a term of endearment it's fine. <laughs> no, <we're> I <talking laughs> read this video, but read this video. Watch this read video. Read this video. Yeah. Uh, it's going kind to of blind as well. um
0: But yeah, let, let us know your thoughts below. If, if you like what we're doing, if you want to see more. If you've got um, suggestions for future conspiracy theories, um, let, let us know. Let's see. You want to see what we're covering, the way we cover it. Uh, you don't like the way we're covering, tell us what's wrong. Um, but yeah, we'd love to know more. But until next time from Craig and from me, Paul McCartney is very much fucking alive. Take care. Cheers, Paul.